0: what's going on everyone welcome to the season gaming big cast episode 251 your weekly show covering the biggest topics in gaming with industry legal and technical insight i am your host ainsley bowden and we are getting off to a little bit of a late start today because quite frankly we don't know where travis is
1: anywhere
0: past x uh trivia you know
1: where you it out the uh you
0: rented so out, you out the theater it, last week i did I talk to him been- about it that might yeah. have been last he's,
1: night. Maybe he's, you know, he's got family, like you know, hangover. So <laughs> <could be. laughs>
0: he's rethinking his life choices. Who yeah. knows? I mean, I the, the trivia
2: like, broken. We don't yeah. know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but regardless we are back to our regularly scheduled programming after our trivia episode last week we had some fun with um we've got a lot to talk about uh, this week of course mostly playstation related uh because of their showcase some of the news they have hardware bungees news the last of us i mean there's a lot going on in the, the house of playstation that we're going to get to um we may have a uh, well we'll see if travis shows up but we may have a surprise guest as well join us for a segment here in a little bit before we get to any of that though i do want to shout out um last week we did no super chats to our for our 250th and we asked uh, anyone who was feeling generous to donate to my extra life campaign which helps uh, children's miracle network for kids here in kansas city um got some very generous donations uh, i want to thank anyone who donated and took time to do that it's, it's Super generous as always. The community is amazing and just a big, big thank you. Um, Particularly, I want to call out a gentleman named Michael. I have no idea who that is, uh, but ultra generous with their donation. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much for that. It is uh, sincerely appreciated. And uh, those hospitals and some of those hospitals are like 10, 15 minutes from Dan and I, and they do absolutely tremendous work with children around here who are very in need of it. So it goes a long way. So thank you. Yep. Um <clears throat> anyway, guys, um Hoke, how are we doing this morning man? we had a a return yesterday of lawyers and dragons. A lot of people showed up looked like it was a good time, how yeah, go? I'm
2: doing okay, so yeah, we did a stream yesterday, two hours, and this will be kind of my normal weekend schedule, I think, for the foreseeable future of a lawyers and dragons on Saturday and a bit cast on Sunday so we're not restoring all the videos that I was doing before last December, but we are going to do these, and I think Lawyers and Dragons got off to a really strong start. We've got some new improvements and new additions to Season 2, a lot of visual elements, and a lot of different ways that we're interacting with both each other and ultimately the audience. I know we didn't do that much yesterday, but Lawyers and Dragons is fantastic. If you're interested in watching lawyers stumble through the rules for Dungeons and Dragons in an awesome campaign done by a professional game master who is just great, come check out Lawyers and Dragons on the Hoglaw Law YouTube channel, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Eastern
0: there you go there you go shout out to uh um to dave as well yeah i mean that it takes a lot of effort and time to put yeah. in to do what he does so yeah shout out to him dan how you doing brother got the super mario brothers shirt today um
1: yeah i thought mario it was looking the playstation show that we're about to do so, <laughs> <laughs> so this was next in line that's what's that line. there cool
2: shirt though. what is the what's the brand is it a smash brothers is it I think
1: it's a generic like T Fury, you know, something my kids got me for Christmas. Kind of
2: thing. I was gonna say, are you 100%. wearing a copyright infringement right now? Yeah, Nintendo
0: has already taken yeah. this down. We strike So I I should just blur Actually, this out here. So, <laughs> I've seen some funny things lately. I mean Nintendo's always taken stuff down, but I mean there's a, a couple instances I saw uh, from content creators I know who are like, you know, 30 minute videos with like Eight seconds of Mario footage gone, taken yeah. down. It, it's nuts what they do. Um, <clears throat> anyway, good to see you. I like how Mario and Luigi, especially, are very happy, and Wario and L- Waluigi are just look menacing as hell, which is hilarious to
1: Always, me. Right? Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs>
0: um, people asking where's Travis? I like I said, right at the top. We don't know. Um, yeah, he's no supposed clue. to be here. He's not here. Hopefully he's okay.
1: That tweet that was mentioned is an automated tweet that automatically goes out showing the show that Travis... Yes, 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 it does. That's why that popped up? That is not him?
0: (laughs) No, that's not him tweeting about it. Um, So um, let's go ahead and talk about what we've been playing, boys. Um, I can't talk about it uh but really the vast majority of my time has been spent on diablo i was able to announce funny enough if you watch us here uh travis is doing the diablo 4 review for ign i'm doing the review for season gaming we actually played together this week in co-op um which was awesome got footage of it and everything which i think will show up in my review so you get to see him running around with me but that's all we can say is that reviews come out at 9 a.m pacific on tuesday Um, And you'll see a lot of content leading up to launch early access launch, I think, which is Thursday evening. Um, But that's all I can say at this time. So uh, just stay tuned for that. But really, all of my time between playing and now creating content and writing the review and everything else, that's where it's been spent. So I I don't have a whole lot to talk about in terms of what I've been playing. But I did want to ask you, uh, Hogue, um, are you still moving along through Tears of the Kingdom? And how's that going?
2: I am still moving through Tears of the Kingdom. I was actually just playing that before today's show. Um, I, so Zelda is enormous. And yeah. one of the best parts about that game is that basically whenever you want to drop in and play for an hour, you usually have a good time. But it's enormously distracting. You're going to go running after various shiny things <laughs> across Hyrule. So I don't feel like I'm moving forward at any particularly good pace. I'm like one story quest complete in. But... I was just running around doing geoglyphs this morning, and that's that's a good time. It's it's fruitful. You get story elements out of it. You enjoy yourself, but I don't know that I'm moving the ball down the field very fast.
0: Yeah, that was me right at the start. You know, it's like okay, you need to go to the shrine, and I was like, ah, oh, what's over there? But I love that. That's my favorite thing to do in big open world games like mm-hmm. that. And I, so far, again, I'm very early, and I didn't play this week for obvious reasons. Um, but so far, it feels more which you guys told me feels like there is more to discover piece by piece or section by section than there was breath of the wild. Um, I've always criticized breath of the wild for feeling a little empty to me at times, whereas this so far uh, has felt much more. um, It it feels that kind of uh, fills that dopamine hit for me of like, oh, there's something shiny over there.
2: Yeah. And I think it's constantly rewarding your, your curiosity and going and checking these things out. And I felt that way about breath of the wild when I played it, I know you didn't, but this definitely feels more chock full than breath of the wild did so i'm really enjoying it although i played that this morning the rest of my time this weekend has been spent playing golem as you know (laughs) i believe i I dm'd you at some point on um friday and said screw up i'm buying golem Yep. uh but um yeah i i'm always interested in hugely divisive things and perhaps more negative than divisive on golem coming out in terms of the reviews but a lot of the stuff there talks about things that I found interesting, which is, well, some of the story and character beats are interesting, but the platforming sucks, which is, if you don't know Datalic Entertainment who made this game, they're primarily known as an adventure game maker. They make those uh, modern versions of those 2D adventure games where you get an inventory and you combine items and you go through rooms and things like that. And I haven't played a ton of their adventure game stuff. And Gollum always seemed like a step... Past where they might otherwise be comfortable in terms of doing stealth and platforming as well as the story beats. But I'm a big fan of Lord of the Rings and I was curious about what this game is. And I think one of the things and I think one of the reasons why it was a joke for us, the Gollum game as a notion is that Gollum is this, you know, minor character in Lord of the Rings and with no heroic attributes. And it isn't immediately obvious what game direction you could take where that would be interesting, right? You're going to be in Mordor. You're kind of weird dude that doesn't have many athletic attributes. And I think I was very interested in, you know, how do you make a game out of this? I think some of the things that come across in the reviews is that, well, they didn't really make something fun out of this. You're stuck in Mordor. You're in a prison for long periods of time. You're doing prison tasks, which is very thematic. And I think that probably works better in an adventure game setting than it does in a setting where you actually have to move through 3D space. But in general, I think some of the stuff that comes across is, I don't really want to be in a prison in Mordor. That's not, that's not where I want to hang out. And that's true. But I'm always a guy that looks at things and says thematics are okay. right? I don't want to be in The Last of Us world. I don't want to be in a number of these things. I don't view fun as the sole defining characteristic of an enjoyable video game experience. And so I wouldn't characterize my time with Gollum so far as fun but I do think that they have captured certain amounts of the thematics around being stuck in the slave pits of Baradur or whatever. And so I'm a little bit more lenient than some as to what this game is. I don't think they quite crack the code as to how to make this an enjoyable experience, but I don't find it to be the worst game ever made or some of the things you might otherwise see on the internet.
0: Okay. All right. How, how much time do you think you have into it? Five minutes
2: uh no maybe <laughs> 10
0: 10 minutes 10 <laughs> hours <laughs> okay all right um yeah it's uh it obviously kind of took over a piece of the conversation this week and i you know it, we try to remind people here and i i do appreciate that you bought it and playing it and speaking to it from actual experience rather than just kind of the social media dog pile we typically see right and when a game releases that doesn't meet expectations um but i i always am very uh curious around what happened right because obviously we talk all the time and travis and i've talked about this because we talked to developers directly and it's like they play their games they know how their game performs they know what the expectations were for the game how it stands up to those and i you know there's obviously people in the studio there that probably poured a lot of time and effort into this game and
3: i think there's a um, lot of artistic
2: and other skills being put at this game. It's one of the reasons I was interested in it is for your question, which is just like a big budget movie. At some point people had to sign off on this. People had to decide to fund it. Yeah. And you can see that in Gollum. There's some really interesting stuff they do with the musical scores. There's some interesting stuff they do with the narration and like dealing with Gollum and Spiegel at the same time. But yeah, I think one of the things that I was thinking about while I was playing this the other day is that I do think that there's a push in reviewers and modern video game views to really go and say, this is fun or this isn't fun. And I think Gollum isn't quote unquote fun and it isn't trying to be. And I don't think that's acceptable to a certain cache of, of reviewers. Like Mm. it's not trying to be, enjoyable toys to play with the whole time it's trying to tell a story and use interactivity as a part of telling that story and i don't i don't know that it fully works but i don't think that we can just say well this isn't shooting people in a corridor or something that i find to have a dopamine rush when i do it so it's therefore bad and i I do want to have game developers try to do things that are more interesting than just where is the fun live and what what is the what is the gotcha and loot box combination that gives people the biggest psychological rush? You know, I, I think that that's part of this story as well. And I, I think column is something that I like to support because it's trying to do different things.
0: I think that's very fair. I think uh, to your point, I don't think the video game medium as a medium should be limited to a certain scope uh, of experiences <clears throat> that are offered by developers. Now, whether or not that's enjoyable to some, you know, that doesn't really matter right the video game industry is big enough and there's enough games out there to support all kinds of all kinds of approaches so I, I feel that um interesting i wonder um you know i'm you've got me a little curious about it i certainly don't have time to play it especially with diablo officially releasing um but it might be one of those you know uh, i look back on it and just give it a shot out of pure curiosity because i think travis said he was going to do the same because yeah, he said that's what he you needed said. to know yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, by the way, Travis pinged me just now and said, uh, yep, alarm didn't go off. I'll be late. So um, <laughs> he should be coming here at some point. <laughs> let's,
1: let's talk about all the live service stuff right now, then. Yeah, <laughs> <Good> <laughs> yeah we just finished that, buddy. It's How solid.
2: disappointing was that showcase, everybody? <laughs> That's what we'll do. Uh, yeah.
0: So, I mean, Dan, uh, you haven't been playing Gollum. You I said that played. I think you caved and picked up Tears of the Kingdom last I week.
1: I have not. Dad, have you been playing it? I, no, I played like two hours still. I haven't played it at all this week uh, for two reasons. One, like I you, swear if
0: you say Hitman, no. I swear. But yes,
1: literally <laughs> Hitman is right now on my TV upstairs. But
2: nevertheless. Uh, You're going to have a comeback, Dan, when Ains gets completely sucked into Diablo
1: for like a year and a half. See, that's the thing. This I'm is true. Be, that that that's coming out in a week, so that's a problem. I know I won't be able to finish Tears of the Kingdom, in that <laughs> that 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 amount of time. No, there's no, a lot no. of content in there. There's a lot I, I can tell just playing, you know, from what I have, and I I, I want to give it a fair shake. So I'm not going because I'm, I'm going to be playing Diablo 2 um, as well. And and I love Zelda. I love you know I love Breath of the Wild, but I'm just kind of pacing myself i don't yeah I, you know, I i played some some midnight suns the new storm dlc came out mm. you know okay. uh, a week or two or so ago and uh that game just is it's the game that keeps on giving i mean midnight suns is excellent it was my game of the so year last year i think it would have been mine too if i had played it last year when i should have <laughs> <laughs> or whenever i got i it, see more and
0: one. more people like jumping into it now and saying wow this game's it's amazing so
1: it's so good i mean the the, the best part, initiative yeah <laughs> right you, you can, it's, it's every single character is viable in in their own way in, in almost every, you know, situation. You know, it, it's, it's it's just, they did a really well, a really good job. And it's really well balanced uh, from that character perspective. The the cards work. There might be like one or two of them that I'm just like, yeah, I really don't use them too much. But I'm pretty much interchangeable at this point. Uh, the deck building, thought I hate it. I actually love it. <laughs> uh <that's> it. <laughs> it's stuff that doesn't you know really make sense in my mind and the story's all right it's good you know it's fine yeah it's, it's you know and each individual's little you know side quest stuff the 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 dlc especially you know was really good i would have thought morbius would have been good but it was probably my favorite one so far Um uh, and this
3: is where
2: breakfast.
1: travis tells you that you're liking a dating game yep
2: yeah yep. probably yeah yeah yeah,
0: you can get buddy. through this comment before he arrives. You're good. Yeah. Oh 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 uh-oh. Oh. Oh, no He's close. popping in. No. No, uh, he heard you. He heard you say you like Midnight Suns. Yeah. Then it then, was yeah. It. Did yeah, someone say it. Midnight Suns? <laughs> <laughs> we did. We went straight from
1: Gollum to Midnight Suns.
4: Oh, I missed Gollum. No. <laughs> oh.
1: yeah, we can go back for Gollum. If you've been playing it, I really, really <laughs> You it joke, is a pity because
2: like did, I did say I, I did say some things about Gollum and how <laughs> I felt that gamer viewers were a touch too focused on what is fun versus not fun and constrain certain aspects what is of fun? development. Isn't that yes. the whole
4: point of video games.
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a pretty big, pretty
4: big. And here we this.
0: thought we were past this conversation.
4: Wait, wait, no, yeah. let's go back because I have a bone to pick with this one. What, did you get what? some good
0: sleep, sir? Are you feeling refreshed?
4: Yeah. I okay. I'll admit I did go to bed late, but I always go to bed late and wake up early, and my alarm just didn't go off. Look at this. It happened. Bitcast on Sundays. It says it right there. It's on. I don't understand it. <laughs> technology <laughs> has defied me but yeah i'm sorry guys It happens. Travis. i woke up literally six minutes ago so i'm here as <laughs> quickly as i possibly could have i got out of my suit jamas and into my regular day suit and now i'm here so
0: your suit jamas welcome. so, mm-hmm.
1: so w- was was your was your fast uh x showing last night your your big trivia thing was
4: that last week last week, last oh, week. Oh, it was last, last week. week yeah it oh, was, i thought maybe you were I could.
0: I, I was hoping not to bring that up, Dan. So thank you. Damn yeah. it.
4: I couldn't, I couldn't talk about it because I was doing the 250 trivia for you guys sure, last sure. week. But oh, it was what a treat! <laughs> it was wonderful, guys. It was.
2: Oh yeah. Here, what's that? What, what's that? I, I mean, I feel like in meme <laughs> format, it's it's find a find anything in your life that makes you feel like oh Travis God. feels about Fast and the Furious. Yeah,
1: it's my hip The popcorn. Format.
2: That's cool. Bucket.
0: I'll give you it's that. That's
2: sweet. cool. It's really sweet,
1: yeah. anyway.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was awesome, dude. I so we had like we we rented out the theater. Everybody was there. It was lousy with like IGN folks. It was just you know all my buddies and uh, everybody came in the right mood. We had a happy hour beforehand, so everybody was drinking and chilling. And then you know it was it was Alamo Draft House to so like bring food and drinks to the to, to your seat at the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then everybody was a touch drunk. You know, I did the trivia. The trivia was super funny because it just revealed that nobody knows anything about these movies that they watch all the time. And uh, except for me, because I'm a psychopath. And then uh, we st- <laughs> we rolled the movie and everybody was just yelling at the screen and laughing their, their butts off. And it was just a, it was a damn good time.
1: We, uh, we went out wow, for drinks man. afterwards. It was chill. Good stuff. It's, it's good, okay, man. And I got a popcorn bucket.
4: that looks like a Dodge Charger so it was <laughs> RT from the 1970s. It's great. <laughs>
0: So So, we were talking about uh, currently playing and Ho gave us a rundown of about 10 hours of his gameplay of Gollum and he was pointing out, no, not a great game per se, but the argument Mm -hmm. he was making is that, Ho, you can probably articulate this better than me, but that there should be game experiences where just fun and the dopamine hit should not be the only thing you're focused on all the time. And that it feels like Gollum is that type of game where it's like artistically they went for something that is not necessarily fun, but he sees some merit in it.
2: I don't think you want to hang out in a prison in Mordor. I don't think that's an enjoyable experience. And I think that they have captured at least some of what that would probably be like, which is is a certain amount of compelling and interactive and, and the things that video games can do to put you into that space and in that mindset. But... It's not fun. It's not enjoyable to play through those parts. So I think, I think there's a big kind of push against, well, this isn't entertaining me right this second. This isn't fun right this second in video games. And I would have it go into a direction that would allow developers to do more things that are exploring things that aren't just playing on the playground all the time.
4: I'm very confused
0: <laughs> How did, so did you play Gollum? you said you joked that you were gonna pick no, it up I, I, I didn't oh. I
4: didn't have time guys I you know I'm doing other stuff uh, but uh, yeah I was explaining
0: I, I that uh Diablo content is taking a lot of time and and effort yeah. so I did explain that already
4: yeah 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 um, I get where you're saying Hoag, but I think the problem with it is that people are okay with playing uh, games that are quote, not fun experiences but that is fun you know what I mean like the last of us isn't like a super like oh I'm having a hell of a time (laughs) haha (laughs) he he but it is it is fun to live in that world people is
2: always a certain amount of psychological
4: yeah but there's examples where you don't shoot people like uh, what's the one you like immortal immortality you don't shoot people in that and it's also not really a world that's fun to live in because it's kind of creepy and there's lots of people having orgies on conference tables. Um, yes, but that's, that's a game the, that I like.
2: That's a game that other people hate.
4: I like that game. I, I get, I get that. I get why you would like it, though, and so do other people. It reviewed pretty well. It's not like everybody gave it a four out of ten. But like the problem with Gollum is, from what I can tell, again, I have not played it. I, I will give you that hug. I need to play it at some point. You know, it seems like the stealth mechanics are bad, which like that's kind of what they hung their hat on as a. Uh, as as a, uh, the, a game mechanic. Uh, well, I'm
2: willing to grant that the platforming and stealth is, generally speaking, not great and beyond what Datalik does as a company in general. Yeah. I granted that to at the start. I know you weren't on, Travis. Okay. But I think one of the things that people react to even more than that is, you know, who wants to be Gollum? And, and this isn't an interesting to be in, you know, a Mordor prison for the game. And it's like, yeah. I get that, except that I think you can use the interactive media. You can use video games to do interesting things with putting your brain in a space where it isn't if it's just passively being consumed by you in a movie or television setting. And I would, I would have us be allowed to use that space. And I think in the reviews that I read, the ones that were overly negative dismissed what the game does well, which is some interesting writing and some interesting thoughts on you know what it is like to be Gollum in Mordor at this time.
4: Okay. I I don't have any problem with that. Uh your honor, that seems pretty fair.
0: <laughs> that's so, what, that's where we landed yeah. about 10 minutes ago.
4: Yeah, okay. yeah. I I think I think that's fair. I just I I guess my uh I I balk at the idea that uh being in a in a uh prison in Mordor can't be fun. I feel like that's that sounds to me like the most fun thing possible is being in a fantasy world doing fantasy crazy stuff, right? That's like <laughs> that's 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 cool. I I do agree that the the premise seems incredibly flawed. I mean, let's face it. When this game was announced, every single person who has ever played a video game went Yeah, that's where nope, the joke came from. Don't want to do that. That sounds bad. <laughs> and it and I just am, I'm amazed it got as far as it did. Yeah, uh, well, I have yeah, not found it to are.
2: be the worst thing I've ever played in the world. And I think there's a lot of artistic talent being used on it that I can tell just playing the game. And sure. so I am more inclined to say this is an interesting artifact of time than
4: others I am. A, I am 100% with you on it is not the worst game ever. And I can tell you that just without even having played it, <laughs> I've I've played the worst games. And to me, it reads like a, a really low four or ma- or maybe even a three. I I probably would do that. But, you know, bad slash awful. I've, I've played unbearables, right? That's <laughs> I don't think Gollum is at that level. So. Um, yeah anyway carry on I'm sorry we had to backtrack a little bit <laughs> on my account help. I'm sorry for being late I wanted to talk about Gollum anyway
0: Yeah no we're you know, good we're good
4: I I looked at your eyes and I said this guy he just he wants to talk about Gollum I need <laughs> to, I, how can I help him get this <laughs> off of his chest
2: No there's something there's something in me that uh, in terms of the sequence of events when a game releases that gets me really intrigued it is this kind of like really strong response and then reading through the reviews, as I did before I pulled the trigger to buy Gollum, to see what people like and what people didn't like, everybody basically agreed that the the platforming in the South was not very strong for a game in 2023. And I don't disagree with that at all. But where I was really intrigued were the articles that talked about the narration and the story and the things that I would expect Datalik to be okay at, that the, the writing is interesting, that it's trying to do interesting things. And maybe it doesn't fully succeed. Not every bit of a data game does, but even when the the project was announced, when you saw that they were doing a quote unquote real game instead of just an adventure game, there is the question of can can that company do that? And the answer is no. But when you play this game, <laughs> if you think of it as an adventure game, you're like, I see exactly how this company made this, because this notion of oh, we're gonna now do this thing in this mines, in this in these slave pits, it's like, all right, you're trying to give me a feeling of how. Uh, hopeless I am and how long this process is taking which is fine in an adventure game setting or it's more accepted in that setting and now that you're in like the real 3D gaming people are reacting to like this is horrible this is I don't I'm not having fun and so that's one of the things I wanted to bring up because it does feel you can see the adventure game roots in it except it's just been replaced from inventory management to actually doing the thing
0: and not I told him it I told him it might be a fun game to check out in the future for sure. When uh, when there's time, if there's ever yeah. time at this point, I definitely
4: I definitely plan on buying it, like with that, or <laughs> getting a code or whatever. I'm
0: I'm gonna make some time to do it for sure.
4: Yeah, I don't um, think if you want to
0: buy it, uh, it it'll take too long for it to drop in price. So yeah. it should be cheap. You pretty say quick.
4: that, but then you know, there's certain games that I've I've wishlisted and been like, oh, this is like hot mess. I'm for sure gonna get it on sale, and then it just doesn't. I'm really surprised. <laughs> I, I think you're like probably right about this one though. A year. A from year? Now, like
1: a year from now. It'll be on Games with Gold. That's what. That Bro, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not waiting a, a year. I'm not waiting a year.
0: The people expect more for me, in a, Dan. Two
1: weeks. Game I'm Pass. <laughs> no. Wow. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It, it may get swept under the rug. We don't know. Yeah. Um. Let's uh. Let's jump over to some super chats, and then we're gonna have a surprise guest joining us for the next piece of the conversation. So, uh, mm-hmm. Dan, you ready to go? always Let's never go. actually uh google man before we even started with the five euros
1: uh watch mm. renfield uh yep. a movie about abusive work relationships very little video game subject matter but there's a reference to uh mortal combat x-rays Is that one, takis yep. fuego all right man i mean <laughs> i think you can do better than takis fuego but that's fine man i've seen a lot I of love- references to
2: takis and i've never had a takis in my life don't okay, you. so I have had a Takis, and at least the
4: de facto brand that you see, like you know the the Doritos of that snack, yeah. is horrible. It's just bad. <laughs> it is so bad. It it's like eating a piece of chalk. It's yeah. really terrible. And, 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 they're, uh, and they're perpetually stale. Somebody stale, that everyone. I some somebody that I told this, I told that I that Takis were horrible. She was like, "Oh, you've just been eating those Safeway brand, the Layman." talkies and she hooked me up with some uh, trader Joe's talkie and I was like all right that's damn good that's pretty good so you know <laughs> don't get though. don't 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 let talkies talkie you down into into talkie you out of eating that snack because there's okay. there's good right. iterations oh, of okay. it out
0: there yeah, <laughs> yeah, Googleman thank you for the uh, the super chat I like that we've gotten in the habit of uh, having a pre-bitcast super chat from Googleman every week Rayman in the house. Man. Yes, uh, with the 220 Canadian. Oh, that's why I
1: don't sense the presence of evil. That was before. Be that was in reference
0: to Travis not being here, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah.
1: That That's okay. I take it. Yeah. I accept that. <laughs> 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 um,
4: it's on the, uh, look, I just woke up. That hurt a little. I haven't put on my armor fully yet, but, you know, I take it. <laughs>
0: just woke up, and I
2: got internet slammed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not you, even out of man. bed
4: yet, and somebody's making fun of me on the <laughs> internet. I
1: guess another day at IGN. Welcome.
2: Yeah,
1: so north. Yeah, what, what did we see? These were the Ruble? Rupees. 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 Yes. Yeah, Indian rupees or something. Thoughts on the PS multiplayer showcase? We're getting there. Yeah, it feels like uh okay. it didn't land, except Marathon and probably Hell Divers. Everything there. Uh, looks like uh, did on a Robin. So.
0: Okay, I don't know if I was that sharp on it. Yeah, I'm, sure. <laughs> I, I'm assuming it.
2: that is not intended to include Spider-Man. Yeah, I hope not. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I that think was, everyone knows Spider-Man's a given. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're getting there, Siddharth. That's our very next topic, and we've got a lot to talk about there. Um, so we will let you know shortly. Thank you for the super chat. And then we got a uh, we got an Australian super chat from The Book of Dark and it just says your amount message will be public, which means they didn't overwrite <laughs> the actual message. So, uh, Book of Dark, I don't know if that was intentional I, I or that, I doubt. Intentional.
1: That's okay. kind of hilarious. Yeah, I don't I don't think if you send it it'll show anything unless you type it. So Honestly,
4: sure. that that phrase alone sounds like a ransom. Like it's a threat <laughs> of some kind.
0: Your mounted message. could <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, and then a big shout out, uh, Vintage Willow, gifting ten memberships on both channels. Super generous. Um, she's done that several times. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much thank you, for Vintage. that. And uh, shout out to Midnight Dreary as well, uh, another uh, membership donation, uh, which is becoming like a weekly occurrence with you guys, which uh, is, like I said, amazing. So thank you. All right. So we have a random guest popping in behind the studio here, who uh, I think, uh, especially on the hoax out of the house, these people may know who he is. Ian, good morning, sir. You not let otter feet. Oh. Good morning. <laughs> How's, how are, is everyone doing? Oh, we're doing well. Doing great. Travis is a little tired, but you know,
3: we're
4: doing good overall. He's right. I'm <sighs> in I'm in anticipation of why Ian's here. I think I know why <laughs> Ian's here, and I think he's going to be agreeing with Hogue on a topic, and I'm going to have to Bitch slap both of these old.
2: He and I just don't like the the, the giant. Court it was just let just save, save it
0: save
4: okay. it. Okay, we're not there yet, Hogue. Yeah, we'll get, I know there. We'll your, get there. I know your point already because it was made in 1948 by someone who looked just like you, and I'm ready to combat it. Okay. Your identity politics, oh. notwithstanding, Travis. I. I'm sure
0: we can he woke up fiery today. I do. <laughs> Question in the chat, Ian. Have you played Gollum?
3: I have not. Um, I have seen the screenshots, which looked like hot garbage, but I will (laughs) have to give it a try. Um, From what I hear, it'll probably be like, you know, wait for it to be on Game Pass or whatever and give that a try.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's jump over to the PlayStation showcase obviously then. Um so Ian uh we pinged each other yesterday because he said he has some thoughts on Marathon returning. So we will certainly get there uh here in a moment, but give me guys PlayStation showcase. Um this was the first showcase and I know this I know way too much detail about specific numbers here. But first showcase from PlayStation in 620 days. So nearly, you know, uh, the best portion of two years. People had very high expectations for good reasons, right? It was kicking off the summer showcase kind of season, if you will. PlayStation hadn't shown anything in a while. Um, A lot of expectations on what the rest of their first party's been working on. We keep hearing about how well they're doing financially, but they haven't shown anything outside of Spider-Man, of course. So expectations were pretty high coming into this. Um, They showed 32 games. Um, Only five of those 32 were first party and only one of those showed gameplay, which, of course, was Um, Spider-Man, which I think it's pretty fair to say the sentiment after the PlayStation showcase, excuse me, was uh, a letdown. Most people, at least anecdotally, right across social media that I saw in some of the conversations, podcasts, et cetera, I've seen um, some have said it was not a bad show. It wasn't a good first party showcase. Uh, Others have said just the show in general didn't really interest them. Um, I'm somewhere in the middle. I thought it was okay. Uh, I certainly expected more um, after all this time from PlayStation. But I, uh, you know, it was okay. I, I would give it a five or six if I were giving it on a scale. But what do you guys think? Where'd you land after watching this show?
2: Well, I was excited for it because of the time period. And I do think whenever we're grading things like this, expectation is such a huge portion of the formula. For sure. So I think that they didn't show what I was interested in, which is what in the world does the future of Sony look like after fall 2023? And we don't have any better notion of that, I don't think, other than Square is putting foam everywhere. And there's some other (laughs) games that are probably going to be good third party games and that Microsoft was quick to say is coming to the Xbox as well. That's great, but that's not much of a showcase for people that want to be enthused about their particular brand of plastic box under their TV. Uh, and so I think that's where the disappointment comes from, because the actual content in there, if you're looking at it like a YouTube compilation of trailers for video games, has a lot of good stuff. I mean, my October is looking like your June, Ains, in terms of Diablo and Final Fantasy and other things that people are looking forward to. Street, Street Fighter,
5: Fighter. Yeah. Uh,
2: October now has Alan Wake 2, which is the yep. sequel to one of my favorite games ever. And I mean, didn't know that. I don't
0: think it. we've talked about that before. Yeah, that's Alan awesome. Wake
2: is one of my favorite games ever. Uh, I've loved Remedy for a long time, and I didn't like the direction they took Control, but Alan Wake...
0: I actually agree with you.
2: Alan Wake was a good game. Um,
0: I agree with you.
2: And so well, we've Alan actually
0: got
3: Travis nodding to that, so...
0: Alan Wake's well, awesome.
3: I mean, I love Are we Alan all Wake. in agreement well,
0: that Alan Wake is better than Control? Alan Wake oh, is an no. amazing game no, don't I, think, know. no. <laughs> I think it's an amazing game but
4: i, th- I think control was, built on it and was generally better okay it, all right yeah I, Alan, alan Wake had a better story yes easily. which
2: is yeah. why you're probably playing a remedy game i would argue
4: well but, that's yeah, so, why you play alan wake certainly because you can't play it for for gameplay reasons but uh control is significantly better in terms of gameplay and it, yeah. and it holds up as a story it's you know it's it's less uh
2: I I disagree on it holds up as a story. I think every aspect of control (laughs) is undercooked, but that's okay. We're talking about Alan Wake, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. What else is October? What am I forgetting?
2: So there was an announcement right after the showcase, which didn't make a ton of sense to me that Alone in the Dark is coming back in October. Yes.
0: Yeah. THQ Nordic.
2: From the writer of Soma, which is one of my favorite horror games of all time. Yep. And with a Hollywood cast, which is often not the greatest thing, but it does at least indicate to me that resources are being put at the project uh, and that the actors that are are included in the game in question, I like. Uh, It's, uh, I'm going to forget the name, it's Hopper from Stranger Things and it's Jodie Comer. Uh, But um, I'm looking forward to those two games more than most of the things that were shown in the showcase. So Alan Wake 2 on its own is something that really makes a good Inclusion in a presentation like this for me, but it's not terribly useful to just say it's Sony showcase or that I should be excited about my PlayStation five for that product.
0: Yeah, kind of like Assassin's Creed Mirage. I felt the same thing, right? It's going to be a big game. That's, a lot of people that's excited for it it's coming together. Yeah, for them. no doubt. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a big hit. Um, And it's not that seeing it was bad by any stretch of the imagination. But again, you know, you expect a couple of those things in a a PlayStation showcase or a branded (laughs) showcase. But I I think most are in agreement that the disappointment was really about first party. You expected to see what PlayStation's first party and their growing first party was going to deliver in the next year to two years. Um, Doesn't seem to be ready, I think. Yeah, I think I think, you know, there was a conversation from certain developers and certain team members just saying, look, if it was ready to show, they would have showed it. It's not ready to show. Um, so here we are. Yeah. What do you think, Dan? I know you uh, you really enjoy the PlayStation first party games, right? Yep. Um, those are the types of games, the single player adventure narrative games. Those are right. that's your wheelhouse. Pretty much. Um, you watched this showcase. Where were you on it? I
1: thought it sucked ass. I going to be honest with you. I mean, I wasn't super happy with it.
0: I mean, I, I understand
1: if you don't have the stuff to show, that's fine. All right? That's fine. You basically just cleared up, you know. I mean, if I'm sitting here and I'm Xbox and Microsoft, I'm like, well, awesome. I don't have to show any of that crap that they just showed. I don't care about VR. I don't care about live service. And I don't care about multiplayer. So I'm sitting here. I actually took notes. Like, you know, like whatever that hell played no. with yeah, I'm sitting here, you know, like, Fair Game, don't care. Jim Ryan, don't care. Starship Anthem, Halo Troopers, nope, no thanks. You know, I mean, I, I'm just sitting here, like, writing stuff, like, well, this is, and what's with all you the cat You mean Hell Divers, Hell
0: Divers too, right? Yeah, that's whatever that's that what was. Gonna, yeah.
1: That's what I, yeah. I, I saw, yeah. And, and too many cat games. I don't need any more cat games. Too many cat games? There's too many. There was at least two, maybe three. Cat, so, cat Quest but, is a good series. Listen, I don't need, I don't need cat games. <laughs>
0: I don't need it. <laughs> this is what happens when you give Stray Game of the Year nominations. People yes. think they need to make cat games.
2: Right. Too many cat games. <laughs> Too many cat games. What's funny yeah. is, I know you didn't watch the Indie World Showcase for Nintendo, Dan. Absolutely but, uh, not. That was like seven cat games out of 30 <laughs> or something. There you go. I mean, He's not more lying. Stuff, more was. stuff that I don't need.
1: I'm not sure what the obsession is with cats uh that's fine if you'll like agree him. with I'm, you I'm, there but yeah I don't i'm a know. dog I guy
4: that's a yeah. reason to dislike a game
1: every time you see something it felt like it was like oh this looks really cool and then it's like oh hey it's multiplayer and co-op or live service or i'm like damn man the last like 12 it, minutes yeah listen
2: would you be playing. okay if this was a sequence of dog games yes Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm,
4: I'm
1: much more of a dog guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's
4: a weird. Uh, that's a weird
1: line to draw. I mean, I do it in real life, so I mean, total dog guy. Nevertheless, it was fine. <laughs> it, I mean, I, I. I didn't like it very much. I, the the last twelve minutes was, was awesome. It was all Spider Man. Uh, I was hoping for. That was a, a long Spider Man segment. Was a long one. A long one. Yeah. It, they it had to to I thought they showed the too much. Feel
4: worse. I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on the cat thing. Couldn't no, you no, just... we gotta
0: move past the cat thing. It's I'm a just... four
4: league it's a four legged creature covered in fur. You could just pretend it's a dog and enjoy the game on its own merit. You know what I mean? No, like it's like absolutely. basically the same thing. I play They'll sell you a story. DLC
3: that'll turn it into a dog. Yeah, with a yeah, just like cats and dogs yeah. are basically the same no. thing. They
4: are. They're just no, both they creatures that you let not. live in your house. Who it's <laughs> crazy. What? You said that,
1: <laughs> that they're the same.
4: The most controversial thing Kravitz has ever said. Oh He was quoting me. Look. Dogs and cats are both feral, four-legged creatures covered in fur that you let live in your house for no reason other than you think that they're cute. All right. They're the same thing. They scratch the same itch. You just think that one's weird snout is cuter than the other weird snout. They're I think they're close. both I've ugly. Seen, have you, you ever
2: been in the room with a cat or a dog? Oh. <laughs> I
4: have. And let me tell you about cats and dogs. Another way they're similar. I'm allergic to both. And I don't like them. they don't like any pets. They're just not my thing, man. This does
0: not surprise me at all. No. Like, not even a little bit. I that you're allergic to both and don't like either dog. of them.
4: They behave very differently. I know they behave differently, but they're still both wild animals that you're living with. They're the same. It's the same thing. <laughs>
0: to me, animals. you guys are all weirdos. Mm. I don't know. Like, oh, I, I, I don't have a joy. cat or
2: a dog. I have a yeah. dragon.
4: <laughs> you have a what?
0: Do they bring you joy? Get it out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> a bearded
4: dragon. You have a bearded dragon. I have also owned a bearded dragon. Um, and Yeah, they're... It's another weird thing you could put in your house. I just don't get pets, guys. <laughs> Animals—they don't agree with me. All right, so we're on Especially the same
1: page. Too many cat games. All right, that was the <laughs> no. It, there you go. <laughs> it
4: bears. I don't care. It, <laughs> I what not do. mean
1: like. All listen, right. Listen, I, what I was looking for was the big, you know, first-party narrative-driven game. Like you said, that—that's what I—I right. was wanting, and I understood that I would probably get. I knew I would get Spider-Man in some form or fashion. Uh, and then after that i was like everything else is gonna be a surprise you know i was i was looking for more reasons to maybe pick up like a psvr2 i was hoping for like a half like alex you know port which i, ex- I at least
0: one. expected something first party on psvr2 something which we didn't get either <clears throat>
1: yeah. yeah i,
2: I think and, the but, weirdest thing to me is you, you talk about it being 620 days sony had really not shown much of anything for such a long time that you would think that they'd have dry powder. You'd think that they would be ready to go. That's why that hype built up. Yep. And then yep. why announce the showcase at all for that? Right. right. That was primarily watching game trailers for an hour and a half, and then a Spider-Man 2 state of play that is short for that, but a Pretty long much. sequence for a showcase. And <clears throat> why, why decide now to show this stuff when you don't really have... future to show after spider-man
0: especially agree Uh, especially when it's looked at as the start of showcase season right so there you have to know that and i get that the showcase season applies to more of people like us that follow this stuff and talk about it every week than the general audience i get that but there are expectations that are set among your kind of hardcore community when you announce a playstation showcase at the end of may two, you know, week and a half before Summer Game Fest, two weeks before Xbox. Um, you know, there's expectations that are there from decades, right, of these types of conferences. And uh, it's pretty clear that this wasn't on that level. So I agree with you there. Why not Why not save party. this till September crazy. and do a state of play instead?
2: Yeah. I'd much rather have a long-form state of play. I like those. I thought they did a good <laughs> job with Ghost of Tsushima. I thought they did a good job with Hogwarts Legacy, which isn't even theirs. Those states of play were enjoyable videos this and i know i've talked about it before i don't like the format of just trailer 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 with not even an intro or narrator voice Uh, i agree i just don't like that but when you say it's going to primarily be a third party video dump I, i wouldn't even have shown up
0: yeah travis you in the same camp here let the cat thing go brother move on
4: yeah, I'm arguing with people in the comments about pets now. Um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> my time you made your uh, bet on that one, man. You're I'm not complaining. I, I think they're all wrong. Um, I'm going
0: to de-mod you just so it's more fun.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a mod.
0: Yes, you, you are. On my channel, you are.
4: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So clearly I haven't been using the powers (laughs) in any special way. Uh, um, Yeah. uh, I, I, uh, I didn't think the show was bad. I don't really care if games are first party to me, a game is a game and I have no stake in them being PlayStation games or whatever. So, you know, if they show some good games, I'm inclined to be like, cool, I'll, I'll play that. And I don't really care which, you know, if it's exclusive or not. Um, I think that so, it was... So,
0: sorry, Travis, just just one point on that. I don't think it's that... I think big AAA games, everyone's excited for, right? Regardless of who they come from. But I think the fact that Spider-Man, Alan Wake 2, and um, Assassin's Creed Mirage were all known quantities, right? There's no surprise there. We knew those games were coming. And they we but knew they, had, they were releasing they had this year. There other
4: games that were surprises.
0: From a big AAA perspective? Bungie? Well, you're not stoked for Foam Foamstar Zanes?
4: B- Bungie? Bungie announced a new game? Well, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean... Uh, they're, they're, okay. they're, they're big, and they're also first party, by the way.
0: Yeah, that, that's the one we're going to talk about as being the yeah. soul, but I mean, I mean I, that's
4: it. I, I mean, I, I think that they showed some good games, is my point, and I think people got really they invalidated them line, line by line because they were on other platforms. And I was like, I don't care about that. Like, they showed some good games that makes it a good showcase. I, I think don't care yeah. that they're
2: on other platforms. I care about what the hell your other developers are doing.
4: I mean, they're doing stuff that they're clearly not ready to show. So I agree. I, but uh, but, you know. but
2: But part of the disappointment there is, okay, well, we know how this process generally works. And maybe Sony's trying to shorten some of their announcement and marketing times, which would be great. But I would love not, that. Yeah. But if they're not, we know how this process works. And the fact that we didn't get even, you know, teaser logo trailers for some of the stuff today or, or at the showcase means that we're another sequence further away from those games actually coming into our homes than we might otherwise be.
4: Yeah. I agree uh, that, that they're is, not ready to show.
2: That, that I mean, that is possible, but I,
4: I think that you're discussing two <laughs> separate things. One, you're discussing the state of Sony first-party studios and... Where the, what they might be working on and the fact that you still don't know. And another one, you're talking about the games they showed at the showcase. And if you focus on the latter, I think you arrive at a different conclusion than if you focus on the former.
2: Well, I just wasn't very excited about most of the stuff that they showed.
4: Yeah, so, okay, then that's that's fine. Uh, my opinion was that, that like, they showed a, a fine sampling of games. I will probably play most of those. Some of them look good. And uh, the, I think really the only reason people got upset about it was a because they were worried about well you know it's not my walled garden it's not the reason i play on this walled garden specifically that's being showcased and the fact that it was their first state of play since 2021 it was two years and i i think the that second complaint is completely valid the fact that it's been two years i could see how you could look at this sampling of games and go well for two year wait that wasn't very exciting So yeah. I think the people that are being harsh on it, taking to account the time frame, I think that's fair. First oh, party that's what though, we led I, into
0: this conversation. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I, I know. I I didn't get to talk about that part, but I think that part is is completely fair. I think the uh, lack of first party options like doesn't really bother me at all. These are all games you can play on PlayStation that you will probably be excited to play, or you know, the <coughs> average consumer would. So I don't have a problem with that. But I didn't expect you know Naughty Dog to tell us what they're working on yet, or uh you know uh, god well, apparently War they're working Monica. on nothing
2: i mean that's part of the stories we're going to get to yes
4: yeah. i'm very excited to talk about that because it involves Bungie and their effect on sony culture and <laughs> this i, is what I we uh... expected them to
2: do i mean like the funny thing about that news story and we'll talk about it is that this is exactly what sony said they were going to do with Bungie, and this is what you would expect Bungie to be doing yeah it's, it's I... awesome yeah.
0: Well, I mean, we might as well just transition to it then. Let's talk yeah. about Bungie. Like, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Marathon because that's yeah, why he wanted to join us to begin with.
2: Old IPs, yeah,
0: yeah. So let's talk. Let's start with skin suits of old
2: IPs. You know, <laughs> you're a skin suit order. of the IP of a human being. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand that I don't know how to respond to it. You're a sincere human. That's what I have to say to you. Uh, Let's start out here because Marathon as a series was some of my favorite sci-fi in my youth. Like, I love Durandal. I think Infinity has a really cool concept. Marathon as a series had some of my favorite writing in video games. And when they announced that Marathon was coming back. Which one? Well, Durandal was my favorite. Hmm. Course
0: of um, time, which is marathon. Do, do we need to preface by the way sorry Ho, do we need yeah, to preface what the history of marathon and I'll Bungie and like
4: marathon i've played every bungee game i've prepared for this moment all right so marathon was a series of video games there were three of them that take place in a fictional science fiction universe they had a gameplay uh that looked very similar to the 1990 doom games if you're familiar with those uh they have kind of a 2d uh uh, graphical interface in a doom? 3d environment doom? doom is uh, <laughs> pretty well known i'm not going to explain it here um, it's it's like a cat of the video games uh there, you go. there no, you go um so uh yeah and um they were very unique they had a lot of narrative for that type of game and they were played exclusively if i'm not mistaken on the macintosh, macintosh p i don't say pc macintosh computer uh, and, uh, that was Marathon one of first- two
3: was available for PC.
4: Very good. I did. I played it on Mac, I believe, but that was, I didn't own any PC that could play a game at the time, but there was a Mac in the library and I played marathon on it. I think I had to go around firewalls to install that. Marathon um, was
2: fantastic. Yeah. They would have terminals good. and things that you would pick up and get full snippets of almost novel, like writing,
3: which was basically yeah. unheard which of at they-
0: the time. It yeah, is. and they you know they carried on with Halo too. They did that.
2: And um, Halo, Halo well, is, a, thing is it's like a it's marathon more... evolution.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: It kind <laughs> of is. It's actually, uh a lot of the art, the concept art from Marathon made it into Halo, or the suits of armor, some of the and space the AI moon rampancy
2: stuff. concept comes straight from Marathon. Yep. And uh,
3: it's also connected to Pathways into Darkness, for which predates that as well. It's uh, sort of the bungee. Marathon is really the crown jewels of the Bungie lore. Um, it's where it all, co- like, it's where it really got fleshed out. But uh, they built on what they'd done before, and they established. Um, people are still picking apart the story in various ways.
4: And I think that Bungie plans on continuing that legacy based on what we saw. And I can and talk should, about that, too. If do you? Oh, yes.
2: Oh, yes. In the Vidoc
4: In the Vidoc There are very clear signs, and if you participate in ARG, that they are going to turn this into their new platform for AR gaming, which Bungie is super good at, and they try to shoehorn into Destiny, and it hasn't really worked, and they've moved the team that have worked on those sorts of projects over to Marathon, and based on what the Vidoc says, it seems like that game is going to be 100% ARG craziness. and it's kind of well, obviously they're using they're using the fact that they're really good at shooters to present it as you know it's an extraction shooter it's going to be fun time for you and your friends to giggle about but there's going to be this element of like ongoing secrets that the community is unraveling together that's going to be connected in some way to the story that they're trying to tell and i'm super excited for it yeah
2: <laughs> well i'm first of all glad that you're super excited for it i mean Bungie, to me invented the modern art our ARG, which is I love bees and Halo 2. The problem I always have with that is that I love bees was really interesting, and then Halo 2 didn't use that at all. Didn't expand yep. on that. Didn't didn't engage with that aspect of the storytelling that Bungie was de- using. Yes, if they improve on that. That's great, but it's a PvP extraction shooter. You went right by it in the sentence. Folks that yeah. were expecting a lore-based first-person shooter, which you might. Based on the marathon name, it,
4: it is a first-person first shooter and has lore in it, so you are getting those things.
0: Well, well I mean, it says PvP no, no, extraction, <laughs> though. I mean, yeah, but
4: you 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 said lore-based first-person shooter. It is those things. The thing you are taking issue with is that it's a multiplayer game and that it's an extraction shooter, which you didn't include in your description. Done this time, right? It is a lore-based I, first-person I shooter. I it's, it's the same well. thing.
2: I, I think it's when you exactly, think I, I, marathon. I, yeah, I, don't I think, think the I... issue
0: when you think lore-based shooter, you think a you're, you're uh, frozen, singular man. experience, right? Oh, my camera's frozen. Okay, can you hear me? I can, um,
1: hear, you. I can hear you.
0: Yeah, I, I think people think you know you're you're taking that journey on yourself and discovering that lore through the means of that you would traditionally expect, right? I I think the concern is how do you deliver the things you guys are talking about, which you know far more about the marathon history than I do, actually. Um, but how do you deliver that type of lore and experience in a game whose fundamental gameplay concept is pvp extraction
4: now, glad you asked allow me to explain exactly how you do it because bungie has I, an incredibly good track record for doing exactly that thing so one of the i don't know if about, they do they do, they do. <laughs> let me tell you oh, because, because H- ho
0: just pointed out about i love bees like they that was
4: years ago and they're they, the team that they have now so is a have, lot better at working on arg so they have a like, great, but,
3: great track record if we're ex- talking about destiny right? track record yes probably. i'm talking about destiny
2: <laughs> but here's the problem right Destiny, Destiny has... doesn't work for me because you're engaged in a, in a multiplayer environment. And so, like every other multiplayer environment we've ever played video games in, it doesn't convey story in the same way or in the same ease because you're trying to engage with other people at the same time. They're either talking over cutscenes or they're telling you to stop reading that thing, and then you're proceeding on.
4: Okay, so if I could to just show you what Destiny has done well yeah in this space and then I explain how i'm, I'm I think. open-minded he just, always defends
0: know. destiny blindly just let him go. no i
4: don't i gave their <laughs> game <kidding>. a five <laughs> <laughs> um so i i do have problems with destiny as a game and destiny story and people who say destiny are bad i say you're correct unless you don't play the game then shut up you have no you no stake in this <laughs> only i'm allowed to say it's bad because i play it okay i put in the time <laughs> All right. I took your Golem
2: um, critiques and you haven't even played it.
4: I I, I also <laughs> prefaced all of them with I haven't played it though. Fair. So. Um all right. So Destiny does certain things that are bad in storytelling that you should be worried about, but not for Marathon. They do like their in-game cutscenes and ability to tell a story in their game natively is pretty rough. And I think yeah. everybody knows that, right? Yeah. But the things they're really good at is they're good at doing the stuff that was in Marathon, which is stories that you read in a terminal are kind of separate from the game, big paragraphs. And they've been doing that first through the grimoire of Destiny 1, and secondly, through lore entries that they've now turned into books through uh, the the extended lore in Destiny. And all of that stuff, you have to sort of like separate from the game. You press pause and you inspect your weapon and you read a paragraph and it's lore about the characters and the world and et cetera, et cetera all of that stuff can exist in a multiplayer game and feel, you know, like it's a part of the game but you don't have the pressure of playing multiplayer. It so that's the first exist. thing is that do
2: you not have terminals... any problems with trying to read through your shotgun description and people are telling you to get to the next ring or whatever? No, because
4: I... if if it's like in Destiny, you'll be able to do it from a menu when you're not in the game because they wouldn't they wouldn't expect you to press pause and read. So there's going to be probably a lobby or social space that you can go to in between rounds and in, in there you'll do all your reading. So the only difference and the is the thing I really love about a game is
3: when I cannot play it. That's, that's, <laughs> <where> the, <laughs>
4: but that, but the, the problem is you're saying that it was not in line with Marathon's legacy. And I would argue Marathon's legacy is the best part is when you weren't playing it and you were reading about in the world. So nothing's changing is my point. It, it is holding that consistent. I did all of that
3: while I was playing the game though. Like, you're no, you pause the game and you're discovering right, you roll into the terminal. You're, you're yeah, you roll into the,
4: the terminal and, then... and discover. You're gonna do that in this game. But the difference is if it's like destiny, when you trigger certain events and unlock certain things, it's gonna unlock the lore entry. <coughs> and then after the match or the extraction, you'll just do it at a different time. So that I would say the change there is minimal. It's basically doing the same thing in theory. The second thing that Destiny is really good at, aside from that in that lore that isn't really in-game, but you're learning about it as you play, is um, the ARG events and they allude to that a lot in the Vidoc that this is basically going to be the ARG game and all of the ARG stuff they've done in destiny has been amazing. It's like the reason, the reason I play destiny is because even though it's a mediocre game, a lot of the time, every once in a while, it's a fantastic game that you can't really fully appreciate if you weren't there for the whole ride. And so I've stuck with it for that reason. And also because people pay me to do that, but uh, <laughs> like the, the, uh, the the ARG stuff is uh, is really really good and if they could turn this extraction game that is actually secretly a game that's packed with secrets and story and lore and you're uncovering it as a community and picking apart layers of the stuff it's going to be amazing and the reason one of the reasons i think that I, they're going that route is because the announcement was an ARG event the, entire, the trailer had an ARG clue. There was a mini game where people were uh, putting together a puzzle and trying to figure out a, a number of codes. And then it unlocked a live stream to a YouTube video where people had to type in that said number of code a number of times to unlock the Vidoc. And then the Vidoc itself had clues to yet another ARG event that people are still theorizing about and unraveling. So this, I think it could live up to the Marathon uh, name. And I think it can do that through crazy weird storytelling and some of the other stuff i get why people are balking at like the art style and the world looking a lot different but part of the reason i play games is because i love the fact that our industry hasn't settled yet and it it can just like spiral into this crazy new next level thing and i'm I'm just excited to be surprised by what this game is um i also think bungie's good at making multiplayer games when they have their a team on it i like your excitement their A team has been gone since 2018, and they've been working on Marathon. So, you know, they could do it. They could be, a be as excited
2: game. as you, Travis. I would, but to me, Marathon is, a, you know, a single player story focused shooter. And I think if you if you've got even if you're unpacking what secrets the whole time, and you're discovering post-it notes on a bulletin board in one of the levels to get you to another video somewhere on youtube it's not really the same as engaging with a story like you did with marathon originally that's just how i feel about it right now and that's giving you full benefit of the doubt that they actually pull off everything that you say which i don't know it strikes me that a lot of that a
3: lot of like draw the rest of the owl here
2: yeah a little bit
4: well that's true i think people are People are saying that who only watched the trailer, not the ViDoc. The ViDoc had a lot more insights into it. And also, if you're just close to Bungie's studio and know what they've been working on, it's pretty clear what this game is going to be. or It's more clear anyway certainly but you guys are also drawing the other half of the owl you're just deciding to draw it like crap right you're just assuming the worst (laughs) out of this thing because of the multiplayer game i'm drawing the rest of it and giving them a little more charity i don't think a
2: repetitive multiplayer activity is going to give me the same feeling as marathons of old but but you're also again
4: you're you're drawing the repetitive part
2: well, I'm I mean, looking at this. and It is repetitive uh, nice by shooter. its nature, an extraction shooter. If you give me that genre as your definition, it's a all, set number of maps, all, and you're going the same are, thing over and over again. All games are repetitive in their nature, though. you No, outside fan of, of the Fortnite. library in Halo, you generally are getting other things <laughs> that you're doing that are not as repetitive as just playing the same map over again.
4: Yeah, I mean, I would argue Marathon is a fairly repetitive game, especially by modern standards. You like games like Fortnite, which is an incredibly repetitive game, right? Yes, but I, I wouldn't
2: don't. hold Fortnite up to the legacy of Marathon.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I I think that's fair, but this isn't Fortnite. It's it's a marathon game that's trying to reimagine what marathon is in today's environment. And I think if that answer to, to Bungie is a uh, extraction shooter with some crazy story stuff hidden in there, I think they could pull it off. I'm just, you know, look, for me, innocent until proven guilty when it comes to games. I will assume your game is probably going to be the thing you're telling me to it's gonna be if you are a talented <laughs> studio until I play the game and I decide that you know that was incorrect.
2: Isn't Bungie's most recent exercise in video game making essentially a complete obfuscation of what their game is or failure to reach what they were told you that it was in Destiny? I mean, isn't yes. Destiny the famous you can go there game? Isn't Destiny oh we're gonna tell it an, an enormous space opera and then you get you wind up with I don't have time to explain what I don't have time to explain? Mm-hmm
4: that is taken on its worst parts correct but it's also the game that brought us the witch queen right fantastic expansion really good storytelling really good shooter they're also the studio that created the gunplay sandbox that has continued to keep players interested despite the fact that the game has often given into its worst demons right and 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 shown to be underwhelming there's also the argument that at the time destiny started to go downhill that it was because a lot of their talent was pulled off of destiny and put onto marathon from and evaluating
2: uh, last us. yeah from
4: shadow from shadow keep uh there that was when they lost a lot of their leadership with beyond light most of the team that built destiny were working on marathon or other projects they've got other stuff in the pipeline and then uh every year after that it's been fewer and fewer the team that built lightfall which is the the worst one that that we've seen I I would argue in, in expansions is uh was made by a group of people i did not recognize when i went to that preview event it was like i don't know any of these people they're all very clear clearly very green clearly have trouble building the destiny some of the destiny stuff um and also i i would imagine we're, we're had to design it on a extremely tight budget and timeline just because of the fact that they kind of had the rug pulled out of them with the final shape essentially getting delayed a year um, So th- there's a lot of stuff to to talk about w- with that. But I think Bungie is still a talented studio. I think yes,
3: that
2: when the leader, are the leader class in, in terms of gunplay.
3: It looks yeah. like it's going to be a great game. It just looks like it's going to be a great game that has no connection to Marathon whatsoever. And I, I so think... it's like great game, wrong IP. Because they're going in and they're like, I heard that they're making another Marathon game. And I thought, fantastic. That's just, I've been waiting for this for you know, for years. And then I see, okay, um, it's not set anywhere near the marathon, which is kind of a thing that's relevant. We'll see. Well, well, they've said it's not set near the marathon, that it's set in an entirely different place. So they've told us that. Um, It doesn't appear to have any of the sort of important character elements of the, you know, because... Marathon itself was kind of the story of Durandal and what you know and basically breaking free and so forth. Um that doesn't appear to be and Elder Gods. Yeah, that doesn't appear to be referenced at all. The yeah, thematic it... elements are very different. Um the you know, marathon itself was notable for a particular style of plot, a particular style of development, and you're saying. They could do it in an entirely different way.
4: They have well, to.
3: Well, I mean, sure, yes, they have to to a certain extent. Yeah but the
4: old the old one's not an option, and neither neither should we be contented with that as an answer to what marathon is.
2: But that's, it's such a huge. You know, break. I do have to warn you that good. Travis is um, totally good. okay with making a Devil May Cry Final Fantasy game. So like, exactly, is going to be awesome. If
3: so if we're going to say that this is going to be a good you know, extraction-based shooter, cool, <clears throat> but, like, I'm looking at a bookshelf full of things that we could equally use for the IP, uh, you know, for an extraction shooter, and they would have as much connection to it. And that's everything from Miss. Larry Niven down to Jekyll and Hyde, because this thing has <laughs> no connection whatsoever to the marathon, you know, thing that we've seen I, here, I think- other than the fact that they briefly show us what appears to be a compiler um that's that's if our you, connection if you like, think that's the that only the element that seems you to think, really draw in in a strong if way you, if you
4: think <laughs> that the elder gods and other marathon lore aren't going to be incorporated in this game through a variety of extremely elaborate arg uh and, components and lore entries and stuff you're out of your mind so that's the first thing it we is can marathon. reference those things and then we'll go back to playing another extraction arena I, I don't think that that is as simple as it is. A lot of the, uh, Destiny's little like mind games that they play are community-based, where the entire community is pulling together to try to accomplish stuff and acting in a way that isn't to the benefit of the core gameplay loop in order to accomplish something, like failing a raid encounter but triggering something that unlocks some sort of secret. Stuff like that. So I think there will be events where extraction isn't essentially the the uh goal of the community and i'm
3: right, super while excited about all the puzzles that other people will have to solve that is An aspect. that's of the other rabbit right you know, aspect you of how VRG's they got VRG.
2: to the bi like all that happened before i even knew anything was going on so you just miss yeah it. yeah, yeah.
4: You, i mean you'll you'll miss some stuff that's that's just true of, of of uh live games but you will gain access to all of the stuff that the community unlocks so you'll still have your terminal and your lore stuff and all that and you'll you'll try like what happens in destiny is when you said it's
3: not going to be integrated into the gameplay because you're going to have to get to that through a pause menu is your vision of this. No, no, no. So (laughs) like what,
4: what they do, what they do in destiny is when the community unlocks something the entire community gains access to it and they usually throw a cutscene in for everybody that wasn't online or even for the people who were online that kind of explains like, oh, this thing happened in the universe and now this new thing is opened and then you go, oh, whoa. So even if you were gone, you get caught up with some sort of introduction and then you get thrown into whatever that activity is and you have an opportunity to (laughs) unlock it or seek out or whatever. It happens in Destiny. And so I I think uh, this is huge. I I really think the thing that separates (laughs) us is, are you the type of person who is really reactionary with your games, which is what I would describe. Hogaz, certainly on the show, he's he's pretty, you know, stuck in his ways. He's
5: a little,
2: I think little more conservative. Brand and that you should stick yeah. within the parameters of the brand that made you what you are. I think I Final think, Fantasy I should think that pretend they pretend like, like the legacy of Final Fantasy is to change everything all the time when that is clearly not what it was. It was an RPG, first and foremost. Now we don't have parties, and now we don't have uh, turn-based uh, fighting. We have swinging a big giant sword around like we're in freaking devil may cry. And I probably should have used the bigger F word there because apparently that's the primary <laughs> way in which the characters in Final Fantasy communicate this time around.
4: I think that if <laughs> game developers took Hogue's advice, they would quickly find themselves filing for bankruptcy.
1: Man.
5: I
4: mean, <laughs> I, mean I don't even know. I don't know you, cannot, you cannot, <laughs> You cannot forge your future off of the past of a market that does not exist anymore. There is not a space for a marathon game that runs in the same way. I think the developer has the developer has to innovate and create something new. Could they have created something closer to what marathon was? Certainly. I think that that could have been a successful, but this is Bungie. They don't do what you expect. And I think that's part of what makes that studio special. And the fact that they're doing something weird and different should excite people who are familiar with Bungie's track record. That's, that's they go their own way they try new stuff they make genres that they haven't dabbled in it with yet and they usually find themselves pretty successful and and just, I, I think that, that 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 earns some benefit of the doubt in my book
3: this just seems like it was a better opportunity to launch a new ip rather than go one that seems like a complete disconnect from what they're trying to establish like just the visual elements are such a complete irreconcilability they, with the they previous have to games be.
4: They have to be different. Well, I like Come the art. Sure.
3: But it doesn't then have to make be marathon. A new IP. you're, you're something that fits with it. you're defending it's... it from after
2: the fact. What Ian is saying is that there's nothing that is evocative of marathon in what we saw. I like the art. I like the rendered stuff they showed. But yeah, it looks it doesn't like a have good to be game. marathon. Just... It could be, you know, but, whatever you want to call your new. But IP.
4: Bungie made it marathon, and I think that that is fine. Like it, it, the whole "stay off my IP" thing is such a. Bullshit argument. I hear people say they feel like they own the IP because they experienced it when they were a teenager or whatever. And it's just it's Bungie's IP. Well, no, they're trying they wanted to, to make a us, marathon game.
3: They're trying to sell us the nostalgia. Like yeah, that that's they're, yeah. They're you don't, don't have to are a marathon.
2: You don't they're dig trying up- to sell it to Ian and me. You don't If they were if they were, pressured... if they were trying to sell it to Ian and you,
4: they would not have made it an extraction shooter. They would not have changed the art style as much as they did. I don't think they're trying to sell it to you. I think that they're trying to honor the, the legacy.
3: For what reason?
4: They absolutely the
3: la- are trying to sell it to people who have a, like you're using a brand and you're trying to sell it to people who have a positive association with that brand. So it's like saying, hey, we've, you know, got the next Coke is going to be like a, you know, beef uh, bouillon in a can. You know, you might be saying, hey, it might be the best beef bouillon ever, but maybe uh, Coke the, is the wrong brand the, for the it. The problem with maybe that strawberry argument is the... is the wrong thing to make a first person, okay. you know, the sure problem with that argument, a, you know,
0: so f- Marathon is new package. Coke. Yeah. It's
4: the problem Coke. with that <laughs> argument is that it's completely stupid immediately after you hear it. So <laughs> the, the, the games are not. Coke products made in a manufacturing plant—they're not batch processing. All right, they are creative undertakings that do well, not, not have a formula. The, and the, pro- go the go problem.
3: Oh, the, wait, wait, wait,
4: wait! Hey, I let you finish. Let me finish. All right, the problem. You
3: have let me you, finish anything ever.
4: <laughs> the problem with you and Hogue is that you view these things as. The, these studios as being their role being to pump out thing that you love like it's a processing plant. No, right? that like isn't what I'm doing. Here's thing it's you like- love. Here's thing you love, and it's got to be just like the last one. Final Fantasy always has to have these things on it.
2: And the no, problem with you is that this argument having to have any particular thing, I think that the structure of the game has to maintain itself within its genre. But I'm not the guy sitting there. It has to have moogles. That's not me. Well, I, I think that you're you're trying to put a lot
4: of conditions on an inherently artistic undertaking that does not follow that formula at all. They're not making Coca-Cola. They're making a new
2: type of product every single time. And they cannot they're chasing just get... an audience that didn't play their games before. That's what they're chasing in those previews. And and I suspect it's what Bungie's chasing. What's wrong with marathon. that? What's wrong with
4: that? Most there's not a huge audience out there. When you chase audiences audiences that didn't
2: like your product originally, you tend to you tend to alienate the people that did. Star Wars, we've talked about this. I uh, yeah, and I I think that you know there's there's you're wrong
0: about that. I I think I think it's a fundamental question here that you guys are. I think the fundamental question they're asking Travis is nothing is wrong with what you're proposing from a game standpoint. And if Bungie wants to go off and do something new and creative by all means do it. But the fundamental question is why use the marathon IP to do that
3: when it doesn't
0: seem to tie directly to what came before. Because if you look at something like doom, hold on. If you look at something like doom, right, which was fundamental to the whole gaming industry, right back in the mid nineties, they bring doom back in 2016. And I think, widely celebrated that they paid homage to what doom is but brought doom into the future right and doom has been that was like game of the year for many people why call it marathon if you're not gonna seemingly pay homage to what marathon was
4: I think that Ian and Hogue are completely speculating that it has nothing to do with marathon and I think that they will be almost immediately proven to be incorrect. So that's the first thing. Second thing, it's Bungie's IP and I think the fact that they're using it instead of creating a new one is them paying tribute and honoring the fa- the legacy of Bungie and bringing that forward and they- this whole like oh why not just call it something else it to me is just such a bullshit argument. They made Marathon and they're going to continue making it and they've got this new vision for what it is. I am right. not going to say I'm not saying Marathon's going to be a fantastic game. I don't know yet, but I'm willing to give them them a chance because I appreciate when artists create new and exciting art that I wasn't expecting. That's why I game and I, I realize the genre some itself
2: being- is why it's not marathon. That's that that they've admitted already. It's a PvP extraction shooter. You can roll your eyes at me all you want, but I think where I we will. differ here, <laughs> where we differ here is that you seem to believe that the institution, Bungie or whomever, have an ultimately good idea. When I believe that they can make mistakes with what they've done, and that this seems to be a mistake. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, if
3: we're at I, Bungie can do no wrong, then we've got a self-fulfilling, like, hey, we know, we don't need to decide When has anybody because, said that, Ian? Well, you've said, I trust Bungie, and that seems to be the core of your argument here. And No, incorrect. I, I'm just like, okay, we trust Bungie, but what we've got here is an IP that really appears to be doing a hard shift in terms of tone, in terms of visual style, in terms of storytelling in terms of all of these things why is that a bad thing seemingly to chase after
2: quadrants right because for (laughs) the most part Travis, the entire history of video games now in the 21st century is flattening out all of the interesting things and making everything for quadrant appeal i mean like we've talked about this there's boredom in the video game industry and bungie moving and saying well we're gonna make a pvp extraction shooter out of one of our most famous intellectual properties i think is a concern for people that like things that are new and different and interesting and and represent multiple genres. And not everything has to be a live-service multiplayer game. This doesn't Uh,
3: seem like Bungie's... You know, Bungie in the past has had some really big innovations. This, in fact, seems not to be like we're moving towards something new and different. It seems to be uh, we're moving towards what everyone else is doing. Again, we arrive at at you guys
4: drawing you guys drawing the game to be as crappy as you want it to be. Uh, no, the, I think it would be, be that good, that but it's the same game. This it looks no, like no, a good game. It no, no, doesn't be,
3: look like a, a marathon game. And you keep what putting you just words said in was my was mouth that I as a good said. game.
4: What you just said was not you describing a good game. That was you no, describing the opposite of a good game. The, 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 you said that it was, you said that it wasn't going to be creative. Because
3: it's a good game. Like, because it works.
4: No, like no. If you said saying, it's not hey, going to be creative. I'm saying that everything that we know about the game so far. I did not
3: say that it was not going to be creative. I said that it's not the like. No, I think the art the sort of great. paradigm shift.
4: Your your, your argument that... was that it it was not. Bungie has surprised and delighted us with new and interesting stuff, and this seems to be not that right. AKA uncreative path.
3: No. AKA not the paradigm shift that Bungie had repeatedly hit us with.
4: And, and I think that's wrong. To, it
3: I think that if you look at the Vidoc, if
4: you sense. look at the Vidoc, they very clearly are saying like, look, it's an extraction shooter, but like, look, it's not going to be what you think it is. You know what I mean? Like that's what they had the opportunity
2: to show us the Vidoc at the showcase. And instead they showed us the CGI trailer with right robots shooting each other. Because
4: it's the most ARG thing that you could do. That's the most bungee thing ever is to hide the actual (laughs) show behind a weird puzzle. And doesn't that indicate to you that they're going to be doing something weird with this game that you guys aren't going to see coming. I just don't know how you could get. I'm also not going to be able to participate in it. (laughs) I I, I don't know how you could get from that reveal and the path we got to get to Vidoc. Oh, this is going to be just like every other extraction shooter. They're not doing anything creative. How could you draw that conclusion? I like their
2: art. I think their gunplay will be top of class. I think it will be a fun game to play. I just don't think it's a marathon.
4: And uh, you are objectively wrong about that. It is marathon. (laughs) Literally.
3: Well, then what isn't marathon (laughs)
4: games that aren't called marathon halo Destiny. Different games. So if we
3: just put the name on it, but it features Sherlock Holmes, um, <laughs> we're back in making cakes. I will accept
4: game. your straw man and say yes. Technically, it would be
3: <laughs> okay. Then I mean, here's the problem: we're ta- like we've we're talking about an IP that has an existence, and you know people do expect that things are going to take place in the sort of familiar universe if they're being marketed in that fashion. Like it if will I go do that. I guarantee you it will do that. It doesn't appear to. And if this is what they're sort of marketing to us as this is what the game is going to be, it does not, at this stage, appear. I can say on faith, Bungie has made a lot of games that I really liked. Bungie's also made some games that really sucked. And, you know, and or that... You leave Oni out of your mouth. <laughs> I, liked I like Oni, on but I like Oni on was too. unfinished, you know, <laughs> like only where you play like all of the levels twice because they ran out of time to finish anything (laughs) up. Um, It was a, it was a really, they were reaching for something. They were trying to make something really good. It just didn't actually, you know, didn't actually pay off.
4: Um, I mean, they've, they've made some crappy stuff, but this, everything we can tell about this game is that they're playing to Bungie's strengths. They are doing weird ARG stuff. They're telling story asynchronously out of the game, which is a very marathon thing to do, essentially, right? Like the difference between reading the terminals and playing the shooter were basically two different games, right, in in Marathon. And they're getting people hooked using a really like, oh, guys, this is for everyone type of game, right? Like they do with Destiny. And then immediately using that audience to make something really weird and different. And I think that's like just as somebody who knows about what bungie is good at doing i look at this and i go that's kind of smart like if you if you are consistent with all the stuff that i know you do well this could be a hit and and it could be weird and different and it could incorporate and pay honor to the uh, ip that they've chosen to build their world in i think it could
3: be awesome thought this game looks like it would actually fit better with the Oni uh, theme than it does with the marathon.
0: They, Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna move because on. At
3: least an extraction shooter would make sense in that universe.
0: <laughs> we're gonna move on. And when this game releases in twenty twenty seven, we will invite Ian back to have a conversation yeah. to talk about Travis's review. Of it because so I I'm actually, sure he will try
4: to I actually think this game is going to be uh, coming out a lot sooner than you. So said, do I. I was
0: just joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but also,
4: uh, why you did know... we need two hogs to fight me on this well, one? Well, <laughs> like, well, <laughs> why was that <laughs> necessary?
2: The Gotcha game. It'll be good. Why did we Bungie need Why did why, their, why did
4: uh... we need Ho- hog the Gray and hog the White to fight me on? This <laughs> <one>? <laughs> what,
3: what? Well, Bungie <laughs> is famous for their uh, release date. um shenanigans um i guess the other question i have is will they honor the bungee bucks for this one
0: bungee bucks what are bungee bucks
3: you guys not so bungee bucks from like decades ago
2: yeah yeah uh,
3: when they released uh when they released myth 2 it it shipped with a a showstopper of a bug which was that if you installed it anywhere other than the default directory and then tried to uninstall it it uninstalled everything like your <laughs> it just it wiped your drive. This, um, this is malware a show, that they sold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, This is a, a real showstopper of a bug in a way that I don't think anything else has had a like a ship product with a bug that bad. Um, they had to recall everything. They almost went bankrupt doing it. Um, and as an apology to the fans they gave out everyone who bought this got two uh, 20% off coupons which specifically note that they do not expire <laughs> I still have mine so I'm gonna, you, you're
0: gonna, I'm gonna you're gonna have like, to try like, and use it and report back for sure. I'm gonna see yeah. if I
3: could be like hey um
4: I want my 20% off guys if I'm not mistaken <laughs> they have honored those uh, in in recent like I don't see how they couldn't events, right though. yeah.
3: So yep. I guess I will try to uh, see if they'll take that and perhaps we can do a video on that one because uh <laughs> does not expire is a dangerous thing to put on a coupon these days. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Well,
2: the one I'm thing I will them, yeah, say, Travis, no is I really do like your positivity on this and I would love for it to be something that I thoroughly enjoyed. I think the actual moment-to-moment gameplay will be great. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I miss a company just going out there and making something new and interesting without the added aspect of we're going to try to trick an audience into playing it for us
4: without the interesting part, new and interesting without the interesting part or the new,
2: I think you can have an experience that is interesting within its own four corners, rather than trying to trick an audience with another genre and then show the weirdness.
0: The funny thing is my take on this is completely different. Like my take on marathon was this looks really cool. I hope that Bungie can return to PVP greatness because destiny's PVP sucks. So their shooting mechanics are fantastic. They're probably up near the best of the business in that. And I have full faith it'll feel good to play and run well and look good. I just hope it's a solid PvP experience. And if it is from Bungie, then I'll play it.
4: I I think it will be. I mean, they they said uh, dedicated servers was music to my ears in the Vidoc. It's
0: 2025. I freaking hope so. Yeah. Um how do you not have dedicated servers in this day and age? I mean, Well, literally. here's the thing. De- Destiny Stop technically
2: has
4: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other Destiny, Destiny technically has dedicated servers by the way. They just don't advertise it that way, but it, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um
3: The other thing is that um what Bungie has done in the past with this IP is basically going and saying, "Hey, every time they basically set something in what is essentially the same universe they've sort of started a new ip that is the same universe like pathways into darkness sets out their sort of starting and then they went to marathon which is admittedly not 100 because they were still figuring things out and then it goes to halo which is you know, it's very easy to say Halo is set in that universe. Like, I think it would actually Halo be... appears
2: to be in the Marathon universe. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yes. So if they'd said like, "Hey, we're doing whatever else," and then made it clear that they were setting it in the same universe, that would be very much along the lines of what Bungie's done in the past. I think this is actually the first time I've seen Bungie go back in that sense. Well, and they
2: did so my that's... least thing in video games or movies, we're... which is they named it the same thing as the first one. So now it's going to be Marathon 2025 or whatever.
0: Yeah. We were moving on, guys. We were moving
2: on. <laughs> hey, Ains, sorry about that. We can move on. We have to talk about fun people more anyway because we've got a last story.
0: <laughs> yep, yes, yeah, that's a good transition. That's what we'll move over to, actually. So, funny enough, coming out of the conversation after the showcase was a Bloomberg report, um, from Mr. Schreier about uh. <laughs> how Last of Us Factions, which many of us assumed would show up at this showcase because we've been hearing about Last of Us Factions for a long time now as being the big Naughty Dog multiplayer project, which didn't show up, obviously. Um, We hear a report that the project, uh, and I've actually talked uh, talked to other people about this. I don't know if you've heard anything specifically, Travis, but I've talked to other people now that the project is being rebooted for a third time And the scope of it has been narrowed with the team kind of uh, shifting a bit. And according to the report, uh, Bungie had something to do with this. Um, Now, (laughs) Bungie apparently looked at this. I'm I'm paraphrasing, but apparently looked at this scope of what Last of Us Functions is going to be and basically said that your long term viability from a kind of multiplayer live service profitability standpoint is not very good. Um, And so uh,
2: it was how it was described. Talk to Say us. About again. How the, I mean, in that article, it, explain it to us was how that was described that they said Bungie, which I think is shorthand for people involved at Bungie, because, as you know, corporations don't actually do things like that. They don't walk into another corporation's office and examine things. That's a person that does that. So sure. Bungie isn't doing anything there. The corporate form is probably a weird way to articulate that from Mr. Schreier at Bloomberg. But somebody at Bungie, the knowledge base at Bungie is going through. The live services that Sony has in various states of undress and saying, explain your economic approach here. Explain how this is going to deliver a return on investment to our corporate overlords. And at least as the story goes, we don't get like the answer to that question in that article. But we do get the notion Well, apparently it didn't go very well because it's getting scraped back and they're going to they're going to try it over again because they hadn't really been thinking about the economics or it just didn't make sense to now the knowledge base that is coming from Sony's new acquisition at Bungie. To me, that's exactly what we've talked about in this space and elsewhere that was intended by what Sony purchased Bungie for, that they brought in people that had an experience running games as a service and figuring out how that worked economically and making mistakes in that
0: space, making a
2: lot of mistakes and saying, hey, we're going to use that institutional know how to help our own processes. So them looking at the games that are being worked on within Sony is no surprise to me at all. So I think the reaction was a little stronger than I would have expected because it's exactly what Sony should be doing with that knowledge base.
0: Yep. Uh, Agree. Yeah, I
4: agree. I think we agree on this one. So, uh, I, um, it happens occasionally
3: a little. And so Travis is going to change his mind because of that. No. No,
4: no, uh, I, I, I've, Spoken with somebody at Bungie who was able to confirm this story. And I think, uh, Hoag, you might be surprised to learn that it appears to have been more official, a consultation uh, role than uh, you might suppose it was. Uh, as in a like, hey, they we have feel. have
2: subsidiary sign a contract to consult on this?
4: No, but like a, uh, hey, our internal uh, review process is telling us that this game is bad. Can you come and talk to us about it? And then they were like, yeah, don't do not release it in this state. Here's why. Um, So it was more like kind of a shared knowledge pool and that sort of thing is my understanding. I only have one uh, person telling me this. So take it with a grain of salt, obviously. Um, But uh, the, yeah, my understanding is that uh, they reached out for help to certain people and that those people uh, were like, yeah, this does have problems. And I would not be surprised if somebody at Bungie ends up going and working on this project, because I, I, I suspect that will become increasingly common at sony that you will hear somebody at bungie got promoted and moved <clears> over to a business different business unit at sony and is now working on said live service game because that is their brain trust for live service the good news is sony is going to get so much value out of the acquisition i think it was a great thing for sony not not great for bungie in the long term would be my argument but maybe great for the people there um but uh it, it, uh, I think the bad news is that the brain drain has already well and begun. It, it kind of begun internally. So we talked about the, being
0: concerned with from the start, right? Yep,
4: yep. It, it began internally with the people moving into work on a different game, Marathon. But if you like Destiny, you probably should be sweating right now. Um, and I think it's <laughs> going to, I think it's going to increasingly, uh, continue to happen as. Uh, Sony a- attempts to launch 10 live service games in the next six years or whatever it was they said. Um, which we and, uh, none
2: of So we'll see if that goes. Which we've yeah,
4: seen yeah. none of. I think they and- will co- show up late to that party, but I think they will get there, and I think they'll get right. there using a lot of Bungie talent that are not working on Destiny, importantly.
0: Um, Yeah, because we know gorilla has the multiplayer project they've announced gorilla which is obviously big first party but we also know i was going to ask you guys so the um the the game that they were working on from kind of a second party perspective with deviation games we talked about a couple weeks ago where that team was like 90 percent laid off and the project canceled i'm starting to wonder now given this report if if this is going to become more of a regular occurrence with some of the things they're working on as they narrow kind of down into the games they think are going to be truly viable. I wonder if they were a little further along in that Deviation Games project and something similar happened where they kind of had a review to say, guys, this isn't it. Uh, This isn't going to work.
4: I think their 10 life service games thing was always with the assumption that three or four, if they were lucky, would be successful. And I think that they are their number count is a little weird. So A, I think they're counting Marathon. I think that is one of the games. um, for sure. Yeah, we acquired that. That's going to be a live service game. B, I think they're counting MLB the Show, that is technically a live service game according to them, even though they release a new one every year. I think they do count that, um, and uh, yeah, so their their count's a little odd. And so I wouldn't be surprised if, and you know, six years from now they're like, yeah, we got to ten, and then some of the ones they point to were like, really? That really? It doesn't seem like you got there. Um, so it, there's going to be some weird stuff, but yeah, I, I'm. Uh... It's good for Sony. Makes me sad about Bungie.
2: Well, I mean, we talk a lot about things like Microsoft and and having Redfall and everything else and, and strong hands and weak hands and issues that I have with some of the things that we can see out of their management style or lack thereof. This is what a strong hand looks like. You roll in consultants and they say, no, this isn't working. And ideally, if you're Sony, you avoid putting resources into things that aren't going to be games that bring surprise and delight or whatever you also want to describe it as. And, and there's going to be that moment where if it's public, because Factions was announced years and years and years ago, you have this moment where you get a pair back or you get a report like this from Bloomberg. Ideally for these companies, you aren't having the announcements. You aren't going through that process. And this thing, these things are happening a little bit more quietly, but I think it's good to have other eyeballs looking at things and saying, no, this isn't a great direction. Now, unfortunately for Sony fans, factions has evaporated naughty dogs output for years now i mean outside of the last of us part one again hope you like it for the third time they haven't released which any- wasn't
0: even primarily made by naughty dog but yeah yeah
2: yeah they haven't released anything that's why in their apology statement or their response statement however you want to take it from the bloomberg article they have to say well we are also working on a single player experience whatever the hell that is i think they mean a video game yeah it, it,
4: it is a little odd that they weren't able to say it, but my, my real uh, concern with this is why the heck would you take the studio Naughty Dog and make them work on anything like factions? Like, why would you ever do that? I think that just Neil seems to me like a complete to. squandering of talent. What's that?
2: I think Neil wanted to. I mean, certainly the indications on stage from him are that he wanted to do this thing big. It was supposed to be the multiplayer for part one. And they blew it out, or it was supposed to be the multiplayer for Last of Us Two, right? I mean, we're years beyond when they announced this thing.
4: Look, I'm and all for studios doing things that they've never done before, as you know, Hogue. I, I know treat you this are. with irreverence. I, I we, and, and the reason for that from this
2: choice notwithstanding, you continue to advocate for it. So well, because you, there's you stuck there,
4: there there are triumphs. There's Sea of Thieves. There is a Grounded. Uh, the, the games that would not have existed if creative people weren't allowed to get outside of their comfort zone and do what they do best, which is create and be creative. Uh, I, th- I think that that's awesome. Um, but I think at a certain point, you have to know when to cut your losses and go, okay, well, this idea didn't work out. To me, factions, third time's the charm. I I don't think so. I would just say, yeah, this, this idea is not working. It's drawing too much of our attention. We tried it. Let's move on and try something else. It's okay to cut ideas. Not everything has to make it To uh, retail you know
0: but it's a sunk cost policy right like just because you've worked on it for three years you don't have to release something exactly and i
4: i I, and i think that you know there were probably other things that rare (laughs) tried to do before sea of thieves that we never even heard about because they just said not working let's try something else right and that's pretty common i I just uh, previewed a game on friday that's made by Uh, some old CDPR uh, 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 employees that started their own company. And they told me that they kept pitching games to publishers and they got no's three times. And then the fourth game that they pitched was like the one they least wanted to make. And publishers said, yeah, we'll fund that one. And now they're making it. And so they, you know, this is sort of the process. And now they're, they're making this game and it's very weird and different and something that, there, there's some beauty to like your first three options getting rejected in this industry and then you <laughs> having to make the fourth one and and it just being like this thing you never thought you'd create i think there's a certain uh, a certain kind of virtue to that i really do um and i would and i would implore naughty dog to learn that they not everything they they try is going to be a success and and move on to maybe a, a we we've heard the earthquake. same about um
0: everwild everwild was apparently re scoped and started over again new project director and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and all we've seen is that trailer that we saw what 2019
4: maybe i think we saw two trailers right and they twenty, pretty different
0: yeah so yeah well that's that's the whole thing right um so who knows but yeah no i agree with you guys i i i think the other thing with factions that's kind of strange, just one more point on this, is that the multiplayer where factions came from, of course, was Last of Us 1, which was 2013. We're now a decade removed from that, right? And especially in the multiplayer space, things have changed an awful lot in the past 10 years. And I think maybe, I'm just guessing here, of course, but I think maybe what's happened, right, is the idea of the fan base that loved factions. And it was a lot of fun. Um the idea of that being a standalone live service game in 2024 or five, whenever it was going to release, maybe a bigger challenge than they realized, right? It's not as simple as just saying this is a multiplayer feature as part of a game that's already selling because it's a very popular game and has a great narrative, right? Standing on your own two legs as a live service multiplayer game is a whole different ball of wax. And Naughty Dog sounds like they might've bit off more than they could chew. And that pun wasn't even intended, but it works. (laughs)
4: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it does work well either so either they're going to double down and maybe turn out something halfway decent with the help of Bungie, or they drop this idea and they move on to something else but who knows how far along they are if it's something where Bungie goes oh you know with six months and changing this and that and this we could have something halfway decent that's great but there is that question right of like what counts as a successful live service you know, we kind of talked about this a while ago. Like was Knockout City success? It ran eleven seasons and was a profitable game, but because it shut down uh, like a year after it came out, a lot of people said, "Oh, it failed." And I, I don't think that that's how Valiant Studios feels about that game. Um, I'd be curious to see internally what it what does Naughty Dog think this game is runtime is going to be? How many seasons do they expect it to support? Like they know they must know it's not going to be destiny nine year run right like there's no way i think the problem
0: you have i agree with you and i think the problem you have in that same line right the expectations from the fan base right you're talking about naughty dog which is a premier first party studio one you're talking about last of us which is a global ip at this point right the expectations for what this would be would be massive and it and the cost of a
3: failure failure is massive too because it is an ip that is spreading beyond the video game space. And so if they damage the IP with a a bad product, then they're hurting more than what uh, they would be. And I mean, this is a big shift when we're seeing all the online, you know, the things have to be a big online project because if you've got a bad game and it's just a single player or whatever, it's like, okay, whatever you get, like whoever buys this, it's a return on investment. But with an online thing, There's continual costs. It's actually entirely possible to lose money by releasing it. So um, that is true.
4: And I think the longer this project takes to get off the ground, the more they stand to lose. Right. Yeah. (laughs) More cost. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have
0: probably sunk quite a bit. I mean, you're talking about top tier talent. Right. These, These aren't your. Well, I guess we don't know who's actually coding. Right. But you're talking at least about some of your top first party studios focus, as Hogue was alluding to. So, Yeah. I don't and know.
2: Then, well, that's opportunity cost as much
3: as anything. Naughty Dog hasn't done anything,
0: right? Well, right.
3: And the longer a project gets delayed, the more stale it is, and the more people will have innovated past you. Correct. And you get to this, you get to this point where you're like, we have to rebuild everything to catch up to where we were trying to be. Ex- exactly uh, my point with the multiplayer part of that.
4: yeah, really-
0: well, especially was- multiplayer, right? Like it, it's evolving. Every game that releases from a AAA multiplayer perspective seems to kind of bring something new to the table, and it's just evolving rapidly in that sense.
2: Well, and I was surprised when they first announced it as blowing it out into its own game anyway, right? I mean, I don't know who really played The Last of Us solely for the multiplayer component, Uh, but it wasn't me. And then having it as the base for a big, long Games of the Service type of endeavor that was having all these resources thrown at it, at least as was described to us, was a surprise. Because I don't find, you know, random ruined cities in America to be as interesting as Destiny or even as interesting as Fortnite, where you can have a cartoon fish fighting against Darth Vader if you're so inclined. <laughs> 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 the truth, you laugh. That's Fortnite.
0: It Mason. absolutely is. Yeah, and they've, and they've They're crushed trying it.
4: to turn Destiny into it, and it's really annoying me. We could talk about that too, but I don't know if you guys know, but this week Destiny got uh, a Kratos skin, a Atreus skin, and a uh, Ghost of Shishima skin, and I was just like, oh, it's funny God, it's happening.
0: You know? it's, there was a live stream last week, and I, I promise I won't take more than 30 seconds on this, but it's relevant, is um, 343 did a live broadcast talking about season four in the future and they joked about stuff being kind of fitting in the theme of the game and like a lot of hardcore fans like us i'm sure want things that fit within the theme of the game and then they joked; they were like but goddamn, you guys love the cat ears because the cat ears just sold like crazy you know it's like their best selling item in the shop and it's like if you're a developer who's under financial strain right you have to develop stuff people are going to buy there's give and take there that some players don't like I mean, yeah, just I that think the people uh,
4: what they uh, want. Yeah. so I think the live service model is a little bit uh, chasing its tail with uh, the Fortniteification of every game. Uh, you can have a successful live service game and not make it like Fortnite's model, but I think sometimes they of look course. to that and they go, "Oh, you know what? That's the path, right? Do crossovers? Put an Assassin's Creed Valhalla skin on my Guardian and Destiny." And I, it, I think that a certain amount of that cheapens the game if you're trying to destiny is not trying to make a Fortnite game they're increasingly looking like they're headed that way but they they're that wasn't their original vision right their original vision was sure. that we're going to make our own universe and filled it with new original characters that you like and yada yada we're not gonna just make it kind of like this cheap horror of a game that it, it's sort of
2: transforming into uh and i feel like uh, Fortnite is taking some strays here but i think it's worth noting that Fortnite's well the thing is it's is good for that. Fortnite. It's yeah. good for Fortnite, but
4: they they yeah. they succeeded that model, and now people are going. That's the model, and I say no, guys.
0: That's I think not because the they've model. made so much money, other companies are yeah. saying we need to do that. Well, and I think it's like so that
3: we, we don't developing. have.
2: facing a bit by trying to run a battle pass that was most most commonly compared to the Fortnite battle pass and found wanting. So I think their internal economics folks are probably looking at that as well. Yeah. And saying where did we get hurt most? It was because people were not getting the value they expected from Fortnite.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and let's I, I hope think... we don't get uh, Captain America skins for uh, for Marathon and so forth, or... <laughs> I,
4: yeah, I really hope not. Because I, I just think, like... Fortnite I think the reason that they're bombastic, A, it fits perfectly in what they what they're trying to create. It just works for that game. But also, their model is we're a completely free game. You come in and you kind of deal with the craziness and the noise. Destiny is a paid game. You have to pay 60, 70, 100 dollars a year to play this game. It's got, you know, story expansions and all this other stuff and then on top of that, you're like doing this thing that reads to me is just like noise and really cheap and you know, you're trying to sell me this like random skin, like that looks like another character from another game. And I go, that doesn't belong in a game I paid $70 for. That's sort of like, it just, it feels like it cheapens the experience a little bit. It makes it feel a lot more like the formula of a free to play game, but I paid like full, you know, video game dollars for this. And so, so when I, I get I just,
3: to
2: the ball in my marathon game, I can come
4: back to you with this cheapening argument. I will 100% agree. If that happens, if they put a, a, a destiny character in and, <laughs> i yeah, I'll, I'll noting be the, the time stamp it. Hogue
0: for future reference, bear with me. <laughs>
3: yeah, Have, I guess the other thing I would love to see in these games is just the ability to turn off everyone else's skin. Because, like, I don't care if somebody's rocking a, a Captain America skin in Marathon. If I could turn it off and just play That's the game a without good idea. seeing that. Because like that. then Here. it's like, you know...
4: That, that's what I said. I, I was having this argument with uh, people on the Destiny podcast, and I said, I just hate it. I feel like it cheapens the game. And they said, Travis, if you hate it, don't buy it. And I said, Well, when you buy it, you're the one who doesn't have to look at it. I have to look at it. You're, <laughs> this is like we need an HOA for our, <laughs> our video game because I don't want to look at your ugly creature. Yeah, I don't think they can give you yeah. a
2: turn off button, Ian, because essentially you're buying the right to impose that look on other people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I don't like the notion of like hey, I'm I'm playing a game where they're actually selling the right to piss me off. Um because but in
2: Fortnite I love having Paul Atreides fight Thanos. Like
3: that's that's I enjoy that in Fortnite. In Fortnite you're talking about a crazy sort of off the wall universe and that's yes. that's fine. Like there's all sorts of I can envision other IPs where this would be just perfect. You know, something like, you know, a clash of universes kind of thing or whatever else. Um it's less so when you start hate, talking like, about hops, a serious right? IP, right? Um, Marathon is supposed to be a serious IP. There's various other things that are supposed to be like serious and plot heavy, Destiny Halo, yeah. And then it gets yeah. thrown out if somebody is, you know, it's like if you're playing a DD game and you're trying to do like deep politics, and then there's some guy who wants to play Bozo the clown and throw pies at the king. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can we not or murder hobo?
4: <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. I I think that that's exactly right. And uh, to getting back to Naughty Dog situation, I find it really interesting that they want to be a live service because I'm wondering how do you sell? You can't Fortnite that game, right? I think we can agree that's a line that you really, really can't Different cross. Flannel with, like, shirts
2: for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
4: That's that's exactly what I'm thinking, Hogue. It's like how do you make a battle pass with content that's useful? Because it's all going to be like you know jackets and t-shirts and. Jeans, exactly and stuff, and
2: and, and it, you can't put Darth Vader you can't make like it pay to win, so you yeah. couldn't have yeah. weapons no or anything about like like Warzone. Except they sell you $30 Casio watches. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. People will buy things that they like in their game. Oh, Warzone.
0: I played Warzone last night, dude. They have like soccer player packs in that game. You can be Lionel Messi in Call yeah. of Duty. Like, yeah, no, they're stuff. We, there's yeah. stuff. There's stuff. What is they've going
3: gone, on? They've gone, they've,
2: they've the, well, they've they've the man's pass where I was last engaged with Warzone. But when Warzone started, I was like, well, first of all, first person. One of the reasons Fortnite is a massive success is third person is easier to sell. You, you don't just impose your look on other people. You see the person as you play them. Of course. But Warzone, you know, when they were selling the really expensive watches, I was like, I guess this is what's working for them. But I can't imagine buying these particular cosmetics.
0: Yeah yeah I don't know, I don't know, but <laughs> this it's uh,
2: flag kills me
4: man I well and and now I'm thinking yeah. you
0: know it can't obviously we'll talk next week about it, but uh you know Diablo is the next conversation point that's gonna be a oh, seventy dollar yeah. game with battle pass and with paid cosmetic has seventy dollar game with a battle pass and a paid store it has all of it um yeah. has now they've, they've been
2: foregone a monetary uh mechanism i mean they were the first with the real money auction if they could Lizard figure out person. how to
3: do it they'd have somebody waiting out at, by your front door to hit you in the kneecaps and take your wallet <laughs>
0: <laughs> they uh i mean they've made it very clear there's no pay to win which is great of course but um you know i think we'll have a conversation next week about what that monetization model looks like too but yeah
2: I gotta anyway i think a little bit
4: especially yeah. since no, yeah, actually, I don't think I can say. You
0: can't say. Actually, yeah, but yeah actually, I can't say.
2: Travis shuts up. That's that's hard. <laughs> yeah, next out, week. Right?
0: Next week. Um, yeah, we'll
4: talk about it next week. But uh, yeah. yeah. We, we can talk but, about uh, the fact that we played a lot of Diablo. I'm sure you mentioned that at the talk I did it before game.
0: you got in. Yeah, I said our time has been spent. I did say that we played together. Some of my footage that I captured for the review has you in it. So you'll be running around in my review. I mean, I, you know, I was nice. carrying him basically. I think but, um, he, he's, he's there. What level did you get to,
4: by the way? Are you allowed to say that?
0: I don't know. I'm not going to just in case <laughs> next week, next week, we'll come back to it. But anyway, back to PlayStation, I think, um, kind of interesting times at PlayStation, you know, a couple of days before the showcase, we get this, uh, we get this, uh, uh, report out from Jim Ryan, right? The executive, uh, uh report out of how much they're selling and their revenue streams. Um, very deep. but then you see all these other things we talked about pixel opus shutting down we talked about the deviation games cancellation we obviously just talked about last of us um and then uh there's layoffs this week at, at playstation visual arts another division with the playstation that helps you know the artistic approach to these games there's been big layoffs there so kind of interesting um we didn't really touch on we can touch briefly on project q and their earbuds, their new hardware announcements that were part of the showcase. Who is Dan's that already, Dan's already shaking his head. And Dan, you've been quiet because of the live service conversation. But Project Q, a dual sense with a screen where you can remote play off your PS5. Go.
1: This is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> Listen, remote play is, is stupid as, as it stands now. You, it? You're trying to sell me uh, probably what's in to amount of $200 or $250 device. That I can do, for if I wanted to, far less uh, with my phone. Uh, yeah, you're fine on any anything else. Or and I have to be connected to my PlayStation, which means it has to be on. If I'm not here, I can the play game has else, to
0: be installed on your PS5.
1: Yeah, basically, I'm just running. Uh, I don't know what remote. Doing. I'm, I'm, remote mirroring, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. mirroring it. Yeah, I'm mirroring it. I'm going backwards. You know, from what you know, we we've gone to. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't need earbuds. You know, I mean, it, it's if, if I'm sitting here, I mean, and I've tried doing this for remote play is, is spotty at best. It's, it's I mean, xCloud works better. It's not great still. But, you know, it's it, it's at least, you know, I'm not running it off of whatever crappy Internet I have at my house. Uh, if it's relying on that, uh, it's it not is. great. It's not great. Uh, I tried using it at uh, I think my uh, in-laws once. I was like, this is garbage. Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. I, I don't know I, who don't it's for. It, I, I know, know who it's for, I can speak to that. Yeah, the so person that your... can't sit up yeah. and walk to their TV and play their game <laughs> on a normal screen? Well, I mean...
4: let's say for example, that you, ha- you live with somebody, right? And that they uh, are using the TV and yeah. that you wanna play on the couch in a Switch-like device and that, like mm-hmm. me, you have internet that's fast enough to accommodate that sort of experience. Mm-hmm. You could pick up this device, remotely turn on your PlayStation, pick up where you left off via your cloud save and continue mm-hmm. to play the game in a remote format. And I think the advantage of buying their device versus a phone is this device will likely have integration and it'll, it, because it's native, it'll be a little bit stronger in terms of that remote play instead of you know getting text messages and uh, having to like get out of the app. And you know there's a lot of like noise because the phone wasn't designed to be a remote play PlayStation device that I think they get rid of when you create a separate device for it. So I think it's for it's a niche for sure. And I don't know if it's going to sell well, but it is uh, for people who are PlayStation gamers who want a second screen as an option and uh, are hardcore enough to not want to use their phone. That is a niche. I will give you that. But I, but I can it's imagine t- it. I could I can see myself playing that for sure. Well, I need and all then have enough
2: resources there. to go and buy a completely superfluous piece of technology and not yep. enough resources to have different TVs.
3: This sounds like it's going to have a dedicated fan base of a thousand people. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Yeah,
4: but I, I I see the market. Like I could see myself doing it. I I have a whole bunch of TVs and screens in my house. But if I had that device on available at the ready, I I might be tempted to do that rather than you know hook up my PlayStation to a different monitor or whatever. I could see that being just a path of least resistance. So yeah, I'll just play on the couch. That way, if I have to walk to the other room, I can keep playing. Yeah, I mean. It, people- it, it, want it to play in the toilet. Me, that's who this is for.
2: Yeah, it strikes me as <laughs> it's probably best aimed at people in apartments, people that do have resource fights over TVs, and and maybe it's you know it's Sony, maybe it's Japanese,
0: but yeah, yeah.
2: I just don't see it as a very useful product, certainly for my life, um, and it'll be interesting to see whether it has any uptake, but if that's your... Get excited <clears throat> in your showcase that you waited 620 <clears throat> days for us to, to see, I'm not. So...
3: In the I, chat, I think, somebody mentioned the Asian market, so where floor space yep. might be at a particular premium.
4: Well, I think the Asian market will will uh, it it will be a thing. I don't know if it'll sell well because I think they're probably in the category of just used phone instead. Um, but
2: well, you I'm, know, lo- I'm looking forward in a to city, w- I could see more it. regulatory bodies around the world confusing this for cloud streaming. So <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs>
0: All right. So let me let me throw the one thing we didn't talk about that I think, you know, is most relevant to the conversation, though. Did you guys enjoy the movie trailer during the showcase? Jesus.
2: Okay, so I hadn't seen the Gran Turismo trailer before that. The first line in that trailer is hacked to bits. Like, I don't know what number of scenes they did to get like, you know how you take a trailer. And for whatever reason, we've moved away from in a world to having to use the dialogue in the movie they took the sentence and it's got like at least four cuts in it. It sounds like your your (laughs) favorite YouTuber in the world.
0: (laughs) I don't think I noticed that I'll have to go back and watch now, but I I had watched the the trailer. Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously I had watched the trailer, you know, being into Gran Turismo and and fours and racing and stuff, but Playing a movie trailer during your showcase was a bizarre. Like I was sitting here by myself watching the showcase literally right here. I was watching on the monitor. And when it came on, I like looked around the room for someone to look at me, like to actually ask, like, what the (laughs) hell are they doing? There's no one here. You know, I'm like,
3: Uh, what's going on right now would be
2: useful. Right. Because I think that's just the Nintendo approach. They saw the success with Mario. Those were in the Nintendo directs at least twice, if not three times. Right. And so I think they just said, yeah, we've got a movie coming. Throw the Gran Turismo trailer in there. <laughs> and it comes across as very abrupt when you've just been rolling video game trailers for an hour.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's Fine one Wife. there's maybe one or two characters in the world video game wise that could pull off showing a movie trailer during a showcase. And that's Mario and Nintendo. I mean, you know, yeah. they can pull that off. Gran Turismo during PlayStation, they can't pull that off.
2: That trailer I, I didn't, I mean, like, trailer. I feel like like looks uh... more interesting than the Mario movie to me.
3: But I didn't Whoa. see that in the showcase because I haven't seen the uh, the showcase. But I saw the trailer, and I I was just like, really, this is where they're going with things. I I guess um, the fact the that that was put in the showcase is him. just like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's last Starfighter <laughs> Racing for
4: My <laughs> criticism would be that I feel like showcases already have a really hard time. Uh, successfully debuting video game racing trailers like <laughs> video game trailers uh, uh, that have racing as the core concept they lose like 80 percent. that's when you see everybody tweeting about like the show so far because they just like take a break except for maybe ains and meanwhile I, like, i'm like glued people. to the screen yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah. So a- ains, <laughs> ains and
2: i are the only people watching at that point <laughs> uh, he's only watching but, uh, the xbox showcase for the forza uh, dude the, yeah, the forza the... presentation
0: last year was the best part of the show
2: what number? Yeah, but, are
0: but on?
4: everybody else takes their bathroom breaks during. It's that just time. Forza Motorsport so I,
0: now. They're doing the the single name now. Sorry, they Chris. are.
4: Yeah. So I can't imagine the uh, the decision behind. Hey, you know what does badly during showcases? Video racing trailers. Let's put a racing movie trailer. We'll detach <laughs> it even one more from our core audience that is here and show that it, it's the it only thing that could have been worse
2: is, is if they had Fast and the Furious cast members present it. Whoa! Right?
0: Whoa! whoa True. True. Okay. they'd be so That's far above crime. the shark they couldn't That's even see the crime. shark and i would like to
4: I would like to uh, have your legal representation i've been attacked by
3: Hogue. Uh, it was full-blown assault it was i'm a defense lawyer so i'd be on hoag's side on this one this is, no, this is of course a I, reference to the when you're punching
2: back by, by mr vin diesel uh... and michelle rodriguez at the video game awards a few years back where they didn't man how awkward was were.
0: that it was so awkward not as bad about? as the like, movies but it was bad
4: whoa well, okay first of all yes it was <laughs> bad but celebrity appearances at shows are always they, are let's not bad. talk yeah. about they're al pacino's all, they're always that last bad one. even keanu reeves i would argue was a little cringe i was in the room for that one and i was like i was in the room for I that one know. too and that was amazing
0: yeah. it was fun. i
4: know our eyes met from across the room and i said someday
0: and we yeah, we, we did the always sunny thing we were like yeah yeah
4: yeah. Yeah. It's funny, we were in that room together and we didn't know. That's actually how I met my fiance too. We were I didn't know you at the time. I didn't know.
5: I had I know I didn't know you either. Yeah. But yeah. then we fell in love.
4: Um yeah. So I, I think that those are always bad, but also they were promoting Crossroads, which was a terrible game. And they yes. uh, Michelle Rodriguez has never played Tekken, as she as you know from her pronouncing the game wrong. Um oh, yeah, boy. it was uh it was just a. it was it was bad, but the movies are fantastic. Yeah.
0: Do the minimum amount of research before presenting to gamers, please. You'd think. Trust me. I actually yeah, think you know, trust
2: Rock is the worst presenter at the Video Game Awards. We've talked about that, too. Oh. Who was? Back when he revealed the Xbox. Rock. No, The Rock. He, he they had Hulk like a Rock. video uh, of him at his gym doing his his energy
0: drink. drink.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but 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 Hog Remember when he
4: unveiled the Xbox with? with <laughs>
5: <Hugo> <laughs> Gates? That, was, that
4: is maybe the best uh, celebrity appearance of all time in the game space, and that was The Rock. It was the same guy. So he's you know he's no. just goes
0: to, go to show two. you twenty had twenty years different removed
2: different bad performances.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, PlayStation Showcase, we'll, <laughs> I don't know. We'll leave it there. We're moving into showcase season. We've got uh, Game Awards, uh, well, not Game Awards, excuse me, Summer Game Fest uh, in a week and a half as we're recording this. And then exactly two weeks from today, we have Xbox's Showcase, which I'm proud to announce I will be in the room for. Uh, I was invited to be there. I will be live in LA. I've already talked to some of the guys, all of you watch that I'm uh, going to catch up with. Should be a really good time.
4: Figure yes. out how we're going to cover it. Go ahead. And I just part, parse what you said really quick, which was, yeah. "I'm really happy to announce that I'll be in the room for that." And then your next <laughs> sentence was, "I was invited." So I was I, invited. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. be in the room, and then also I'm just to be clear fire. Fire. Not I'm not just sneaking in. Yeah, so, yeah. It's not that of
2: awards <laughs> <you're laughs> on stage.
5: Hey,
4: I'm not like,
0: above yeah. sneaking into the showcase. I'll be honest. I, just, I mean, I'm doing. Like at season, I basically game, snuck into the Bethesda's two years ago or three years ago i was invited clear um but no that'll be a good time and um i guess i would ask you guys at this point i mean what are your expectations we've got those are the two big showcases we have coming up summer's game summer games fest and xbox so summer looking games at fest playstation
2: a, summer game fest will be a jeff Keeley show so that will be it'll a, a Keeley show Keely for sure is that
1: one before the xbox show or
2: before it after? is
0: june 8th it's a yeah, thursday you're going to both I am not going to June 8th, no. Uh -uh. I
2: expect the Xbox show to be great. I think last year's show was great. I think their problems are not their shows. They're pretty good at that. They've got showmanship. I was going to say, I think their last two years have been great. Yeah. Yeah. So I expect their show to be very good. And I have more concerns about delivery of the content they show at that show.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's true it's true phil so phil was on uh when he was on x cast last week he said they do have some um new announcements a couple new announcements i guess from first party perspective and of course there's a lot of assumptions that the kind of the big ips that they announced two three years ago we'll see right the avowed Indiana jones i don't know you think we see indiana jones teaser uh, maybe
2: i mean it should go with the movie yeah
0: with the movie yeah teaser no, um Yeah, so I think, I mean, it goes without saying, right? I think the expectations for Xbox to showcase are pretty similar to what PlayStations. I think there's fans that want to see what all these studios Xbox has are working on outside of Forza, which we know is a a given quantity. And I think they came out this week, right? They already showed the cover art for it and said, hey, you're going to see some of this June 11th, but we're showing the majority of it on June 13th. I think that's smart. Let people know, yeah, Forza is going to be there, but really it's being shown... As from Forza, from Turn Ten, following the show, not during the show. Uh, so set that expectation because I think they get criticized often for that, right? That they show That's the same weird they
2: kicked so. Starfield and Forza out of their show and gave them their own directs. You know why? Well,
0: Forza has a monthly uh, live stream. They do. Okay. Um, it's so they they said they're going to show the whole single player experience for Forza during that June thirteenth, like two days later. But yeah, Starfield has a Starfield's is a full half an hour after yep. the show. So it's a 2-hour show. It's an hour and a half for game showcase and then it's 30 minutes for Starfield. So it's 2 hours.
4: Hmm. So I get why Forza is not going to be there because I've heard Phil Spencer give an interview this was years ago where he said that every time they show Forza, they get just people the two types of reactions. One where they go, "Well, it's Forza so it doesn't count." Like like you had no games. Well, we showed Forza. No, Forza doesn't count as a game. What else you got? Right. And so he, he feels like that's a lose-lose situation. Or they get people who just like don't care about it. The audience is so specific that they have to break it off and do their own thing. So Gears I get Forza why that's and cool. Halo. Yep. Gears, Forza, yeah. and Halo. But I think Forza has a special because people generally care about people who watch that show care about Halo and Gears a lot.
2: Um, but they apparently
0: don't care about it. Gears. That's my it's one of my hopes. Conversation I hope to see something gears related. I with years later. Where they're
2: like, you know, Xbox oh, was one of the leading publishers. I was like, I, I'm not trying to fight you on their games, have been successful in certain ways, but Flight Simulator and Forza are never going to engender the kind of emotional passion as a character based action adventure game. It's just not the way that but they should. media works. You can argue for whatever you want. You're arguing against the human experience. That's, that's but just the, the human character experience of Flight Simulator.
4: Did, if you played Flight Simulator, I mean, that is a. Like, if you don't feel anything playing that game, I, I don't know if you... You might be more sociopathic than me, and I don't even like cats. I look at dogs and feel nothing.
2: <laughs> you know I mean?
4: Like, a whole new level. Of-
2: I don't mind Flight Simulator, and I love Forza Horizon, but they're they're not games that have the level of passion of a well-told story. That's just not the way they work.
0: Yeah. Well... I would agree with that, and I'm a Forza guy. I mean, he's arguing from a single perspective, right? Perspect-
4: well, yeah, he's, argue- he's arguing from – There's an no the emotional he attachment
0: hears, uh, to the characters.
4: There is the, well, no, no, characters. Okay. Yeah, but you can still have emotional attachment to something without there being characters. Of and course. I think see- seeing the world that we live in, in- from a bird's eye view of Flight Simulator is absolutely an emotional It's experience. incredible. Our reviewer at IGN was a, uh, an, an Air Force pilot who got to fly and land at the base that he served at that just happen to be in the game because they scanned in the whole world. And I, I would argue that's intensely emotional. It just, you know, it depends. For me, playing Flight Simulator, I, I think that is a, uh, an, an a, a, that's an acclaimed game. That sh- They should get due credit for that. Forza, you know, I, I understand because it's annualized and all that stuff. But Flight Simulator, I will fight for. I think that game's awesome.
0: Fight for, I don't think you need to fight for it. It's okay. It's doing it's fine. Fun. <laughs> well, you know, hand
4: waved. I feel like it shouldn't get hand waved. It, it was a very, it's a very good game. It, it's like, yeah.
0: I actually respected more as a technical project outside of the game, but uh, what they accomplished with the game is fascinating. Um, let's get caught up on super chats. These have been sitting a while as we were going through the uh, debate and over the rest of PlayStation. So I'll start here. Dan, you're on deck. Travis is here. Uh,
1: we'll have a couple emoji chats. I've seen them, Stacy. Smiley face $2. with an open mouth showing teeth. That's <laughs> just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, you want yeah, you to
0: have pace a couple...
2: yourself there, Travis. I'm sure yeah. Stacy has more. Yeah, we oh, have a couple, a couple journeys
0: crazy. coming. couple journeys coming. Stacy, okay, thank you. Book of Dark, I'm not sure what we're going for here.
1: All right. What is the difference between felony murder and depraved indifference murder?
3: Statutory no name? Idea. All right. <laughs> which, which video game is are we playing this in? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know,
0: man. Is this about Marathon again? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Thank you, Book of Dark. <laughs> Random name. This is, uh, a
3: new gameplay mechanic. This might be a, a bad sign. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness. Uh glad to be watching live. I don't think the PlayStation show uh showcase was bad. It was expectations that hurt a lot of people. Metal Gear was my highlight. That was that was fun.
0: Yeah. I yeah. think it's kind of sad Metal Gear leaked, right? We all knew it was coming. But, um, yeah, I think Metal Gear coming back is obviously big news for a lot of people. So, I, I cool. just don't trust Konami, but, yeah. Yep, yeah. By the way, did you see Jeff Keighley going at them about, like, was he protecting he pretty Kojima? much standing up for his brother, he, you know, his dep- man, Kojima? Jeff really
2: adopted by Hideo Kojima at this point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, like, I think he, he think he wants he to be to at this point. You. I
0: don't know. So weird. <laughs> Random. Thank you, brother. Siddharth back in the house.
1: Ah, uh, Siddharth, uh, where are our dog na- Or Where are our dog games? I'm sorry. I'm tired of calling every mammal in Elden Ring a dog. <laughs> uh, well, what you got, got a dog one? game this week, uh, yeah. Gollum.
4: I hear that game plays against <laughs> dog. Not what I was talking about. But, all right. uh, oh, I get it. Uh, you're okay. not using okay. an adjective, the noun. Got it. Mm.
3: The screenshots mm. for that just look so bad. <laughs> 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 Videos do too.
0: And yeah, It's not great looking. When I, I think dogs dog, are looked at as the companions, right? I mean, that's what yeah, Fallout Four it, really approached. Doesn't Final 82? Fantasy
1: 16
2: have a dog? Is one of the quote unquote. Yep, they showed members. it this week.
0: Yep.
3: And then and they had. Is uh, what is it? D- isn't it that there's DLC for the Golem game to get the uh, the precious emotes? Yep,
4: you get five emotes for three dollars. I tweeted about it. It made me <laughs> extremely offended. To day. Wow! <laughs> well, yeah, they.
2: I mean, the precious edition of the game is the ten dollars deluxe edition that Sony likes to have out there, yeah. and then they just separately sold the various components of it. Yep.
3: So, is there wow. going to be a DLC that makes Gollum not look like a shaved orangutan, or? <laughs> <laughs> the
2: graphics are okay, and if you <laughs>
3: haven't played the game, you have to
2: lighten up. Okay, but it's a single-player game with emotes explain that to me <laughs> <laughs> well emote is just the shorthand for get him to do something you hit the down button on the d-pad well, well what's the why would
3: i that. care yeah, why does. would you
2: care you the whole point why is do you, you care, you care when it's others. online i mean you're not interact, you're not experiencing it from another person's perspective as you do it online
4: but they do it to you and you you can you can use emotes to communicate something
2: you're, you're asking me, why would you ever use an emote? And I can't answer that question in any environment.
4: You
5: know?
4: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think in,
2: the case. But then in that case, I
4: think you're obviously not equipped to uh, understand just how dumb it is an emote exists in a single-player game. It's it's kind of unprecedented. I well, can't I, I bought the precious it. edition because
2: they put uh, their lore codex in that edition, which is Ooh, probably not bad, right? That's insane. You spent $70, Hoag. On Gollum.
4: Wow! Just remember that when you super chat Hogue, this is how he's spending his ill-gotten gains.
3: (laughs) I don't know why they're ill-gotten. They're (laughs) ill-gotten. That's a way way better joke than where I was going with that. So (laughs) I'm glad you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, shoosh in the house.
1: Well, hold on for one second. You have to pay for the lore codex. (laughs) Yes, there's
2: a lore codex that is part of their. Do you mean the?
1: I, no, I right. love right. how he's got
4: his hat down, like he's about to send Pikachu out to go fight. Oh, yeah, do it. Can't, do, can't it. do it anymore. All right.
1: Uh, shoes for the five euros. Dan, be like, Jim Ryan need to keep his cat furry fetish away from me. That's <laughs> I'm not sure. He has. Oh, you don't remember the joke fetish? about
0: Jim Ryan, right? Like in the communication he put out, he talked about his cats, and people are like, how are you talking oh, about yeah, your cat? That, cats? Email. Oh, okay. that yeah. Email. Yeah. yeah, that was super weird. <laughs> super <laughs> weird, strange dude, man. Mm-hmm. uh Again, thank you, Shush. Gecko in the house.
1: Gecko. Travis equating cats to dogs is as bad of a take as proclaiming Resident Evil Six <laughs> is better than Resident <laughs> Evil Village. So well, according to him, it's a is wrong, take. and I'm right. So yes. uh,
4: no. <laughs> They're, they're the same. They're basically the same. Like you
0: guys are. Really I like that. Travis is wrong and I'm right. Travis goes no. <laughs> <I don't> no.
5: <know. laughs>
4: Look, I get that they're actually not the same, but I, to me, you guys are all splitting hairs. They're mammals. They don't do anything. They don't have jobs. I can't talk to them. They're the same. I don't. I don't care.
2: They just have wildly different energy, Travis. I don't
4: know. what That's to tell okay. You. So do you know people who are into sports bars, but I don't want to hang out with any of them either.
0: Mm. <laughs> okay. uh, and I, we almost <laughs> we almost got through an episode without mentioning Re- Resident Evil Six, but we did. Thank you, Gekko. Appreciate you. Uh, I'm going to jump over this one for now. We'll come back to it. Siddharth had another super chat. All right, Mazes firing off the rupees today.
1: All right, uh, it's kind of funny because to me, Metal Gear Solid was that are we calling it Delta. Uh, i, I it triangle. Triangle. what they call it.
0: I think it's a Delta. Yeah, yeah it's, I, it's I
4: think triangle. that might be an a mistake on remember sometimes emotes get changed
0: oh no, no, yeah i don't, no, I don't know where the, the is.
2: remake is literally called metal gear solid triangle yeah oh really
0: yes yeah. yeah. oh yeah it's on the packaging yeah
1: mm-hmm. yep. yep uh it seems to be a more shaky uh oh. a more shaky reboot announcement than marathon yeah i mean
2: well i agree that they don't say who the heck is making it and they don't do anything but show a cgi trailer of snake eater and play the song but I mean I think Metal Gear Solid Delta, we can anticipate is going to be Metal Gear Solid 3, probably a little bit shinier.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll see. But Delta 2B, is 2B to be to be determined. You're still you're still stuck on the Delta thing. I mean, it's a triangle, but
4: it's four alpha, beta, gamma, delta. I I, I don't understand. No, no, that at all.
2: no a triangle is Delta, and it has three sides, and Delta means change.
4: Hmm so Ms. metal gear solid change
2: <laughs> well i suspect they'll tell us it's metal gear solid delta but i don't know for
4: i guess sure. i would i guess i was too concerned with where it was in the Greek alphabet.
0: yeah it's yeah. okay we're moving on because siddharth <laughs> is still throwing rupees at us
1: Throwing the rupees if uh marathon can't be uh extraction shooter then final fantasy final Fantasy. i'm sorry 16 can't have Devil May Cry style. Card. I would like Hogue to defend Hoag. agree with I would you percent like I to defend Hogue. Me, clear. I, would like like to defend Hogue.
4: I want to defend <laughs> Hogue on this one. I think uh, Hogue has been entirely consistent with his very dumb beliefs. Thank
2: you, Travis. I appreciate that sterling defense.
4: You're welcome. I, did. I, I learned from uh, Ian here. He taught me how to be a defense
0: lawyer. Like... <laughs> wow. Siddharth, thank you so much. Appreciate you. And let's see. We got Fatboy Horror in the house.
1: Yeah, fat boy with the five pounds, eight billion for a company to tell you your games aren't good. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, three it's better people, than to not be told. Yeah. <laughs> three
4: people sleeping in a single bed and uh, creating nose bubbles with their snores. Hmm.
2: So it's Charlie in the chocolate factory?
4: I guess so. <laughs> uh, Charlie in the chocolate factory what? with sleep apnea, I think is, hey, is the hey, yeah. known for that. Man
3: screw Grandpa like Joe.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> bad boy thank you brother hope you do well
2: apparently the chocolate factory
3: reference
0: <laughs> uh google man gave us a super sticker saying ggs yeah
2: thanks man two Appreciate
0: euros thank you google i see you with that left hand Hogue.
2: i'm trying I'm i know trying
0: getting up there oh.
2: hey all right left-handed. That
0: all right travis you're on deck sir you've got three stories to tell
4: <sighs> whoa really
0: three mm. stories no. to tell there you go
4: all right. uh, okay, so cats and dogs are uh, gambling uh, in yeah, a.
2: Gaming.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, they're yeah they're gaming, but the dice makes me think maybe it's gambling. Oh no, wait, they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, they're playing a Dungeons and Dragons video game. Oh jeez. That they that they love, but then a fire broke out and <laughs> they had to get the fire extinguisher. Uh, and, and then Satan. an evil wizard. <laughs> oh this is uh, a movie movie. it's a movie okay so cats and dogs there's a dragon of fire the death oh all dogs go to heaven is that it
5: you're no. a wizard
0: you start <laughs> with cat and dog there's, there's and then all wizards. dogs here's, go to here's heaven
5: my
4: theory. here's my theory for that wizards might be a placeholder for god because <laughs> <It's my, laughs> there's no god emoji right so they're like all right old man with weird we to
2: work. okay so <laughs> it's, it's hell and <laughs> uh, heaven at the end you think
4: yeah hell and heaven maybe i'm not sure okay so anyway uh i'm gonna say a pets die in a fire while playing games and then the wizard films it anyway next story
0: <laughs> Chris, thank <laughs> you for the super chat. Stacy's got two for you.
4: Okay, um, Travis forgot to wake up for his alarm, uh, and then when he got on the show, he was tired and started talking about animals and how he hates how much he hates them. Games and art, cats and dogs. It's me. Yeah. It's me. It's a story <laughs> of Travis. And this morning, that's that one. <laughs> like, I nailed it. Nice. That's me. That was my life.
0: Stacy. Stacy, let us know if that was a Travis base story there. And while he reads the next one.
4: Uh, okay. Thing, blank. Sh- don't give the answer away. Chat. Okay. So this is the summer. Looks like a su- all summer activities. You, you're in the sun. You're doing gymnastics. You're eating watermelons hanging out by the pool, and then also maybe global warming is occurring. This might be a political message. <laughs> While you're having fun during the summer, the world is suffering. That's the that's what I choose to take away from this. I would say Fair. Memorial
0: Day. Yeah. What's that?
5: Could,
2: I'd say Memorial Day. Oh, Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be a good one.
0: Hoag's <laughs> deciphered oh, the these. Travis takes them in a whole new direction. I like that okay, a message yeah. about global warming. Memorial Day. I, I think it
4: was a... I think the thing we're memorializing is our planet's uh you know sustainable. Uh, <laughs> sustain life, you know what I mean?
0: Perfect. Thank you everyone for the generosity. Appreciate you. Well, guys, so we've got uh next week will be a big week for us because we've got um uh no, it's not next week. I was sorry, I was thinking Summer's Games Fest was this Thursday, it's the following Thursday. But anyway, I think um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. I think uh, big shout out to everyone who joined us today for the debate and the conversation. Ian, thank you for swinging by. We hit over, I think, 450 people concurrent today, which is fantastic. Thank you so much for the support. It's good to be back to talking games. As much fun as I had with trivia last night and Travis last night last week, and trivia just I can't speak today. Travis crushing us with his questions last week. It is good to be back uh, talking games with Trivia uh, with Guy guys Travis. Here. Trivia guy Travis. <laughs> that
4: was fun. I know we didn't really get to reflect on it too much because we ended the show without any. <laughs> I yeah, I we'll, we'll be
0: a little better story. organized in our structure yeah. next time. That's so fun, apologies now. on that. Right. Um, nah, nah, it's all good. Uh, I think people enjoyed it. People did call out the same thing that we said, but. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have another episode of that here in the future, and we'll we'll structure it a little better next time. I promise. By the way, Dan's hosting next time, so that'll be hilarious. Its yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Right <laughs> listen,
0: I, you you think it's I'm, I've got ten questions already
1: down. <laughs> He's already ready. <laughs> I'm going to I'm, listen, I'm gonna start from you know, unlike Travis, where he got them all like the night before. I'm going to it progressively just get six to six plot questions. Yes. Yeah. And, and and they're answerable.
0: So you've got three. Um,
4: yeah, no. well, all mine were answerable. One of mine was how to make a pickaxe in Minecraft. That's like the easiest question ever,
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> which you gave the wrong answer for, sir. Thank you. I, I, I read,
4: I read, I read the wrong answer, but nobody,
5: nobody wrote
4: <laughs> sticks and iron ingots. That was the problem,
5: really. <laughs> yeah.
0: But next week, um, next week, uh, Travis and I can finally talk about Diablo. So, uh, for, from the season gaming side, uh, like I said, reviews go up Tuesday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific. We're gonna have a video and written review, and then uh, I also have videos going live Wednesday and Thursday. So a lot of content coming this week on Diablo. Going to be excited to talk about that. We have a big write-up uh, tomorrow too, coming from. Um, Alex, who uh, is doing um, continues to do our uh, tears at the kingdom coverage. So he's got a right upcoming uh, that'll go live tomorrow on that. You can check that out. And then, um, like we said, we'll talk about our plans more thoroughly next week for the showcase uh, with Xbox, because obviously I won't be here <laughs> when that occurs on that Sunday. And it kind of it's, directly after we would normally kind of right now be wrapping up the show so we'll figure that out we'll talk about it next week and tell you what our plans are uh for that but ian i'm gonna uh, call on you first sir thanks for swinging by today i appreciate you uh, reaching out and joining us and uh you know joining the debate to team up on travis which dan and i you know <laughs> we shared some popcorn out of our our charger popcorn bucket and had a good laugh about it but thanks for coming by um oh, why don't you tell people me. where uh they can have you, where they can have you have you <laughs> well, Wow, where they can find you
3: I'm at uh, Runkle of the Bailey or Roll of Law, both uh, primarily on YouTube, but also on some other platforms. But uh, YouTube is the, the main place. So Runkle of the Bailey or Roll of Law. Uh you depending can I ask on a whether you want question. Yeah.
4: Is Runkle of the Bailey a reference to Ace Attorney?
3: No. It's no, a right. reference yeah. to Rumpel of the Bailey. Bailey. Huh? Rumpole of the Bailey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. So Ace Attorney might reference that as well. I think they do. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the uh, the background on that is basically a judge at one point got confused hearing my name and then went on a like 30 minute thing about how I had a great name for the law. And then once I had to correct him as to what my name actually (laughs) was. He never forgave me for not being named Rumple, so so I kind of had to lean into it for the uh, the channel reference.
4: <laughs> That's pretty funny.
0: Sorry, just typing in the chat. Um, Travis, what you got going on this week, man? Well,
4: I'll be watching episodes of uh, Rumpel the Bailey, a show that I I think I've seen on television when I was a kid. But I I think it was that show must have ended like early 90s. Right. So it was probably like before I was born or close to when I was born. Oh, boy. Um, Sorry. It's it's an old British show. For those who don't know, I barely know what it's about. Um, uh, Yeah, Uh, I've got Diablo. I can talk about the many, many hours I put into that game. I can I'm gonna have some previews. Can I talk about either of those previews? Oh, yeah, I can talk about one of them. Um, I'm gonna have a preview up on June first or May thirtieth or something somewhere soon. yeah, somewhere soon. Uh, that for a uh, Telltales next game, uh, Telltales the Return, the expanse. Excellent. Uh, I played the first episode and I wrote about it and did a video. And, and
3: Travis before. This is a weird yes. feeling.
4: I hung out with their team and uh, got to hear about their really exciting uh, return to making video games uh, that it's just one of those things where you're in the room with the people and you can feel they're all excited that they made it to that point because they got so close to not, you know, being a studio, obviously the stuff that they went through. So, yeah, um, it was cool. And uh, I think that's going to be up on Tuesday or Wednesday. Great. And I'm I,
0: excited about for- that, man.
4: Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty cool. I've got some other stuff I can't talk about that's going to be going live after uh, Skulls um, and then um, the Skulls uh, conference. And then, um, yeah, the Diablo 4 review goes live at 9 a.m. on Tuesday, like uh, Ain said. And also, for Street Fighter fans, I did not review Street Fighter 6, but my good friend Mitchell Saltman, who's far more qualified to do so, did review it, and his review will be live on Tuesday at midnight. So nine hours before my Diablo review destroys his review in terms of (laughs) viewers, right?
0: Yeah. Um, Remember to link to the season gaming review in your IGN review. Thank you in advance. Already done, buddy. Um, Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, get anything you want to shout out?
2: Uh, Yeah. Well, a couple of things, actually, since Travis just reminded me of it by talking about Telltale. One of the other games I'm playing this week was a game I didn't even know was being developed or that it released called Star Trek Resurgence which is a game by a company called Dramatic Labs in the Telltale format. I believe it's a company built off of old Telltale talent. And it's very much a Telltale game in the Star Trek, the next generation kind of time frame. And I've been enjoying it quite a bit. So I did want to mention that. In terms of my own content, Lawyers and Dragons, where you can see Ian Runkle of the Bailey, as well as myself has returned as of yesterday morning, and we will be on every Saturday morning at 10 a.m uh on uh, on my channel hoag law so if you like to see lawyers playing dungeons and dragons that's the place to go i really think it's the only place to go uh but uh, <laughs> come check it out with us and uh, we have a really really great time and season two kicked off really strongly yesterday and i'm really excited about it so come join us for that and then who knows we'll be doing virtual legalities and hangouts and headlines sooner rather than later but we're still getting up to speed we still have a little bit more rehabilitation to do and and then we'll be doing more videos as we go
0: Fantastic! Yeah, great nice. to see you guys back. Great to see you uh, continuing to uh, do very well, Hoag, So it's awesome.
1: Hey, Ains, if I may, yes, I'm going to be of on course. Gaming Beyond the Box tonight with Will, Me and Bomber. There you go. Call it out. All those guys. Uh, so I think it's at seven Eastern. Okay, <laughs> probably. So if you watch this show and watch their show, very very different shows, but also all about gaming. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, but, they are, but it's our good friends guys. over there, great friends, yep.
1: love those guys. So, catch me tonight, probably if I don't forget. Because
0: <laughs> <my brain is laughs> I haven't much, seen you guest on another show in a long. I, it's time. It's been a
1: long, long time, which yeah. is you know partially by design. You know, and, you know, I don't, I don't like getting involved with too much of the craziness. So yeah, but I like, I like those guys. Those guys are good. They're guys. good guys. Yeah. So that's yeah. gaming
0: beyond the box. You can find Game them beyond on the YouTube, box. and yeah, uh, yeah uh, we've had some of them on our. They've been on bitcast yeah. many times over in the past. So. For sure. Cool. All right, guys. Thank you. Appreciate the uh, the long-winded marathon debate. Uh, I didn't realize marathon, that you guys... Marathon. A marathon of a marathon debate. I didn't realize you were that passionate about marathon. It's good to know for future. I marathon is awesome, by the way. Marathon like, is. So I did play, play it, but game I, game I didn't game. get into it at the time. I played it when they re-released it. You know what I mean? In the mm. Xbox oh, Live Arcade, that. whenever that was. Uh, a left one you
3: can get it I think right now you can get it for free uh, for all three games Um, if you dig around I don't know if there's a legal way to still play um, (laughs) uh, other than like buying an ancient ancient machine to play Pathways into Darkness but if you can figure out a way um, it's also a great game Um, both of them were ahead of their time both of them were um, like Marathon was doomed but you could look up which was insane for the time Uh, pathways into darkness a great game still holds up but you have to put up with some very primitive graphics
0: um they're worth
3: playing
4: okay i bet you those games will be in marathon
0: in some form in some form, yeah, you'll be able to access them. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yep. All right, chat, you've been awesome today. Mods Against the Tide, shout out to you for constantly uh, you know, sharing all the links and all the uh, everything else to do with uh, both channels and all of our social media accounts. It's very appreciated. I know that just takes a lot continually trying to do that. I appreciate that. Thank you, everyone, for checking us out. As always, we will see you next week, same time, same place. Until then, have a good week of gaming. And Diablo 4 releases this week. You have no idea how excited I am. All right. We'll talk about it next week. Peace.